Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C-Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 62 of Fear Another Shit Podcast, adjunct series quarantine edition. This evening, ladies and gentlemen, we have something very special. This is uh, something we haven't done, not this new. You know, we've said it before, we've typically tried to avoid talking to breweries in their early stages, because I just never thought it was fair that um, we're, we're talking to them. Maybe they haven't dialed stuff in yet, or, you know, they haven't really had a chance to maybe find their feet, but... Fuck it, right? I think maybe that's not the way to go. Maybe we should be doing it. So this evening, it doesn't get any newer than this. So before I talk any more about that and bring the fellas on, of course, if you've been watching and listening, you know what time it is. Sponsor time. Once again, shout outs to Dr. Nick's Amazing Man Stuff for sponsoring the podcast. Look at that right here, mate. These guys are based out of Massachusetts. Um, they are a beard product company. They do all sorts of stuff, oils, balms, uh, face sanitizer, which is kind of wild. And everything is made in a craft beer kind of ethos. So these guys are small batch. They're actually involved in the craft industry. They've all worked in the industry before, particularly Nick. We had him on maybe a month or so ago and he broke it all down. He has strong relationships with uh, with breweries in his region. Um, the products themselves are all made and sourced in the States. All the bottles, the the glass, the actual oils themselves. The oils are in from Hawaii, funnily enough, and they are blessed by a Reiki master, which I find hilarious and cool as shit. Um, so it's not cheap fragrance oils that like chap up your skin and everything. This is like high quality stuff. Um, I am not a beard product type of bloke, but I've been using these uh, every day, no lie, since uh, January. And I've been really enjoying them. I feel like it's kept my, my, my beard a little more like soft. It was just getting like dry all the time, you know, from the soap. So this is keeping it soft. It's a little out of control now. I need a cup. But like I've been really enjoying using them. So basically the other thing that's super cool, these two particularly are called Beard Beer because they are made in, uh, I guess, inspired by two particular styles, an IPA and a stout. The IPA was actually inspired by Maine Brewco's Lunch IPA. And the stout um, is, uh, I don't want to say them because they're canceled, but <clears throat> there's a very good stout there. Um, they're made after, and they're like crazy. Like they actually smell like this. The, the, the IPA one smells like citrus, pine, and hops, and the stout has got vanilla, coffee, and chocolate. And the essential oils actually have, they're made with hops. They're made with vanilla beans. They're made with chocolate. It's honestly insane. Um, super high quality. Love them to death. Like, you know, you guys know we're not big on sponsors or anything like that here. It's not really been our thing that much over the years. So the fact that we're partnered with these guys for a few months, you know, uh, says a lot. Or hopefully you guys realize that we only, you know, I'm not trying to take money from anybody unless it really makes sense for us. So they have put together an offer for you guys. If you hit the links in the description right there, drnicks.com, D-O-C-T-O-R. Uh, use the code BAOS21. You get 15% off your order. Um, the bottles are only like 20-something bucks each. So it's actually pretty damn good for all American-made and the way that the, and the quality of the products and the way that they're sourced. And uh, if you buy two bottles, that'll take you over 40 bucks, which is free shipping. So what I'm saying is get it on ya. Now, on that note, it is time. So these guys opened literally last weekend. Today is Thursday. They opened on Saturday. I had the pleasure of swinging by there a couple times pre-opening to chat with them. Like genuinely warm, friendly, welcoming, smart, intelligent dudes. Really enjoyed my time with them. Every time we go there, um, I end up hanging out for like an hour or something. It's supposed to be a quick visit. So 
Get your drinks ready for tonight. This evening, guys, we want to welcome David and Alex of Melon Brasserie. Guys, welcome. Hey, man. How you boys doing? Thanks, man. Good. Really, really great. Great to see you both uh, virtually this time. It's actually the opposite. I think I need to see you guys in person, and now we're doing it virtual. I love it. Switching it up. Um, That's weird. It is, isn't it? Because <laughs> we're used to talking like this close with masks covering our faces. It's actually really weird seeing your full faces emoting. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah think... You can discover the great mustache that we have. <laughs> they are very <laughs> impressive. I, 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 I think I'm going to order some uh, of that uh, beer oil uh, right after the podcast, man. I love it. Honestly, dude, like, I, don't, I don't use this type of stuff ever. And I really like it. And it's, it's crazy because it actually smells like a, the stout one is a tripper. Like how much For it smells really? like his town. It's kind of crazy. And the, uh, he was telling me that the balm oils, he's got like the dude, Dr. Nick, has a beard like down to his belly. It's one of those little crazy ones. And he does the full, like, use the balm and he does that little, like, twirly thing for the mustache, which I think you nice. can sort of see you got going on there a little bit, you know? Nice. Yeah. Although, I, I'm, I'm hoping to get that as soon as possible. <laughs> but it's, uh, I feel like when we, we use the mask, it's, it's just like, to we waste. hide everything from, yeah. from everybody. It's, it's such a waste. Yeah. <laughs> you need one of those clear ones with the window. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. They probably don't work, but that's not what it's about. It's about the mustache, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, always, I always know when David is in a good mood when he shaves the, the beard and only has the mustache. He's so mm. happier than when he has the beard. <laughs> Why? Uh, yeah. Yeah? You just prefer the mustache? Uh, it's it's just such a good vibe. I, I mean, I, I I don't like shave my 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 beard. It's it's weird. We were talking about beer, but it's uh, <laughs> I, I I shave it like with the with a with a pioche as we call it in French. So it's is that like, like the straight razor skin for yeah yeah. Ooh. So it's it's just it's so smooth and and really nice for the skin for real. Interesting. Yeah. Is that hard to use? Because I'm always been like scared to do it because it feels like one wrong move and you've got a scar. It's not that hard, but it's always just you have to go downwards, and it's it, it it goes well. The first time when you go around the neck here, it's it's pretty uh, pretty uh, it's scary. Intense, but after yeah. that, it's yeah, pretty scary. <laughs> That's what's thing going around this particularly the bumpy part, the Adam's apple. It's a problem. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Um, Bassam is in the building. What's up, brother? Notification gang, go follow his YouTube channel. He if you want finance and real estate stuff in Canada, mate, he's the the board. Chris, you bloody legend, the old vaudevillian mustache. That's what that's what you got there. Vaudevillian? <laughs> I don't know how to say that word. Um, so, boys, we are going to get started with a beer from uh, two of these beers we're going to do tonight. We're from the first weekend releases, and one of them is a brand new one that you just announced today. We are going to start with this one right here. Check it out. A, uh, I guess, Czech-style Pilsner. Look at this. Look at this can art too, mate. Do you guys want to uh, break down the, you know, t- tell us about this particular beer right here? I'm very excited for this, by the way. Yeah. Well, sure. it's, it's nice to be able to, to speak about the beer because, I mean, when we post pictures and whatnot, uh, we, we only have, like, a few words to describe the beer. Of course, yeah. So now, now we can, like, really get behind the story of the, the can art and whatnot. This is what I really like because... The person doing our, our can art is uh, my, my stepsister and she, well, my sister-in-law, in fact. And uh, the inspiration behind the, the label is so, so thought of, so thoughtful. It's really nice. 
Yeah. I'd love you to tell the story because uh, you guys – actually, no, I think the second time, uh, David, you went there, but I came by to see Ali, so I was in the area. And – oh, with yeah. Matt. We came with Matt that day. And uh, yeah. from Vox and Hub. Shout yeah. out to Matty. Yes, because you weren't around. But, um, yeah, Alex brought, ran me through all of the cans that you had printed and all the designs, and I was honestly blown away with the, the level of um, attention to detail and the thought, like every single line, everything meant something, mm-hmm. which was just super cool. So, please, yeah, I'd love, love to explain it to everyone, man. I'd love to hear it. <clears throat> well, first of all, cheers. Yes. Yeah, cheers, boys. cheers guys. Can we, can we drink right now? Yes, we can. <laughs> <laughs> cheers, guys. Mm. Great head, wicked nose, balanced sweetness. This is one of mustache. Yes, <laughs> that's what you need it for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is fantastic. So it's like got SARS, like real super traditional style. Um, real balanced bitterness, only four point five percent, so it's light, like the typical Czech pilsners are. Mm-hmm. Um, this is fantastic. It's exactly what I thought it would be. Please talk, Thanks, talk to us about this the, the beer itself and the yeah. um, and then the, the can art. I'd love to love to hear more about it. <clears throat> so yeah, the the, the recipe sure, you, goes you, you, kind you, of go uh, ahead, buddy. Yeah, I was gonna say the 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 recipe goes like a pretty long way back. I, I think it's two or three summers ago, and David and I were digging into brewing lagers even more, and we wanted something really crushable that add like a, a nice snappy bitterness to it uh, we wanted to to steer away from the the maltier czech versions we really wanted to focus on something lighter and um, up here and really like just thirst quenching so that's that's what the focus was when we we designed that recipe and we're kind of happy with how it turned out it's pretty much what we did i love it yeah, man. It's, yeah, I think you really nailed it. Like uh, everything you just said, this is exactly what it is. Um, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It, you know, that it's exactly what I was looking for. And it, it just like something about, I really love the small can format as well. It's, it's like this, it just gives you that full crusher. Like, yes, I could, I need six of these right now type of thing. Um, <laughs> that, that know. was the feeling when, when, when we, we received them, uh, it, it was just uh, like, we received a bunch of, of the cans at, uh, at the same time. And, we were just grabbing the small cans and we were like, oh my God, this is so great. I mean, we can just get that small, that small friend of us and just crash it in the park. This is just mm. the, the format. Yeah, the size is just, it, it's really Perfect, nice. Eh? And yeah. I mean, for with the four pack, it's, it's, it's pretty convenient for real. Totally. And you can easily crush it. Like it's only 4.5. And um, I was mm-hmm. speaking to... Um, Jean, uh, Jean-Philippe from Silo the other day, who was super, you know, big on, on this type of stuff. He's actually not too far from you guys, I think. And the way he was just, mm-hmm. he was just telling me the reason that Czech people can drink a lot of beer is that they have, um, the way they pour it is they, they, no, hang on. They said it's low ABV primarily and it's, and it's softly carbonated unlike, like, say, like a macro lager. It's super sharp and it bloats you and makes you burp. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm getting... This is like the first Pilsner I've had since you told me that. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is exactly what he's talking about. Like you've really got that soft carb that like is just enough but not over the top to make you like, you know, not be able to carry a conversation because you're burping the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's it's crazy because in uh, – well, in, in, in the, the big city in, uh, in 
in uh, I was going to say Czech Republic. Yeah, it's Czech Republic. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, everybody is just like drinking from, I mean, from noon to uh, whatever. And <laughs> and it's just small and, and clean beer that they, they're all drinking. It's always pretty hot in the in the in this country so it's it's just easy to drink and nice to have on a on a hot summer afternoon uh by the terrace and it's like i mean that that kind of beer just reminds me the this kind of vibe that that the the, the czech republic have yeah it's it just feels super authentic this is this is fantastic uh-huh. it's the only time that's been uh-huh. so good and you're like oh fuck i wouldn't mind that. a tall boy this right that's the only time Oh, he's gonna get a four pack of. Mm. <laughs> and we we do not pretend like we we have the perfect recipe, not at all. We just it's just a tribute we pay to these incredible beers that are being brewed out of the Czech Republic. So yeah. that's why we say um, Czech inspired pilsner because we're really inspired by their brewing culture. It's such a great brewing culture, and I mean. It's the next trip I want to take. David has already been there and he's talking about it all the time, but I really <laughs> want to get there and taste it for myself. But of what we've tasted, this is like a tribute we pay to this awesome brewing culture. And I mean, we have some awesome Czech-inspired Pilsners out of Montreal too. So it's like a tribute we pay to the style and the brewers who brew the style. I love it. No, it's great. Exactly. You're right that... Um it didn't used to be that way, but now I feel like so many brewers have done that like pilgrimage to Prague and, and around to, mm-hmm. you know, to visit more well, pills for themselves, obviously, and go to the, um, I'm having a, what's it called? Oh my gosh. Pills and Raquel brewery and see the, the barrels and, yeah. and, 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 and all that type of stuff. So I think that, that really influenced the scene here. So I think it's a, it's a great beer for you to, to lead with um, coming out the gate. Do you want to maybe uh, talk about the can art as well? We'll probably have to describe it for those who aren't watching, mm-hmm. who are listening afterwards. Sure. But yeah, don't maybe talk about that because I just think it's so cool. Yeah, the, the the first thing that you can notice is, is that there are, well, small waves mm-hmm. on the top. Uh, of course, it's just to get the, the foam there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it represented the foam of the beer. Uh, after that, you you have the small uh, kind of square that are, are just in the in the, the green spot. Uh, that represent the the, uh, the the kind of carving spot in the in the buck of uh, the uh, in the stein the check the yeah. stein of the yeah sorry I was uh, I was uh, having a blank and if you look a little bit closer you can you can have some like similarity with the with the uh, the, the roof of the uh, the Prague Prague roof building which are like orange and have like these kind of shape uh rounded shape that you can see on on the can it's it's quite like uh subtle but uh yeah it's it's uh i mean the, our designer is just making such great work with us yeah. and she's she's just amazing i love it and um it's for the the, the golden uh, square and the little up crown you have at the top uh she drew inspiration directly from a beer we mentioned earlier, and probably the most known Czech-style pilsner in the world, the Urkel in French. Um, so yeah, uh, if you, you look at the pilsner Urkel can, you're going to see their little like a um, wax sign in there. Mm. Yeah, the, the 
Ruri's wax sign in, uh, that's red, and there is this kind of golden square. So this is where the inspiration comes from. It's the tribute. I mean, it's subtle, but it's the tribute you want to pay. And uh, yeah, it's beautiful. It's it's really well done, boys. I'm as impressed as uh, as I thought I was going to be. Brilliant. <laughs> now, thanks, man. No pleasure. Thank you, goddammit, for making this. Um, <laughs> yo, let's get let's get the stories, man. Like, let's let's. How did you both get into beer? How did you meet? Um, and, and then we'll lead into you know the the early stages, obviously, of the brew. Whoever wants to go first. Uh, sure, uh, I can go first with the with the first time we met. Well, maybe not the first time we met because it's it's been such a long time. <laughs> we we've been friends. I I don't quite remember that that time, but uh, we've been friends since high school. So maybe uh, um, it's it's been I mean uh, fifteen years maybe around that seventeen uh, seventeen seventeen years. Yeah, That's Jesus cute. Christ. <laughs> uh, so we've been just always together uh, in high school and uh, just after high school. What's what's Cigep? Uh, oh English, yeah, yeah, I, I know. know. No, there is no. It doesn't no. exist. No, it's, there's uh, no name for well, yeah. it's Cigep yeah, it and exist. university after that. So we've been always together, but just like uh, friend first, and then we just discover our passion uh, between everything. Like when life goes on, and you just you 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 play a little bit less sports, and you don't have a lot of you know you, the passion you have when you were younger just don't grow with you as as it maybe it's. It, it's supposed to be, but yeah, you, we just have to, I don't know, uh, uh, discover some new things about, about us and about, about the thing that we wanted to do. And at one point we were working in the same agency in Montreal, uh, marketing agency. And every time that we, that we, uh, had lunch together, we were just talking about microbrewery and homebrew and stuff like that. So at one point we just said, all right, that's enough. We just need to start a, Maybe not start a homebrew, but uh, a microbrewery, but just start to homebrew home and and you know make recipe, get some get some knowledge, uh, check things on the on, on the internet, YouTube, whatever, and then it goes on uh, for, for five years since the, the the last time the first time we we homebrew. Uh, that's I mean that's the time we 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 fell in love with the product. We fell in love with the with the day we had. Uh, I think at the end of the, of the day, we were just, it was amazing. We need to do that of our lives and with that with our lives. So that was just great, a great moment. And then from that point, every step that we took was to get that microbrewery and to open a microbrewery uh, by us. And, and I mean, for us and for our friends as well, it's, it's just for, from the beginning that that project is, is really a, a friend project. Since since day one, mm. how long ago was yeah. it when you guys were having those lunch sessions talking about it? As well, it was it's been four years. The lunch session designing the brewery were like the first time we thought about opening a brewery was five years ago. The five, okay, now yeah, so five years in the making. Okay, yeah. beautiful. And looking back, looking back at our seventeen years as friends. I think everything we did has brought us to this. I mean, right. we had the, like the illumination moment five years ago, the aha moment, I think you say in English. Mm-hmm. We had it like five years ago, but I think everything that we did together as friends has led us to this. 
Hmm. I mean, when we started first drinking a craft beer, we were, yeah, Chris, home brewing is awesome. <laughs> it is. He, he's been telling me he's uh, loving it. Yeah. So yeah, we we started drinking uh, craft beer like I don't know, uh, eleven years ago, and we we were like mind blown by the flavors we discovered with craft beer and. Along with the the craft beer scene changing, we just were like more and more involved into the drinking process. And um, when when the, the brewery started like popping up in Quebec, I mean, we were always driven towards that that uh, that art, that culture, that that scene mm -hmm. really like drove us towards that. And we have a friend that we we introduced him to craft beer, but he's like a really intense guy. When he gets into something. He, he, like the the the, the saying, uh, the, he owns the teacher, it. like like the the how do you say that the student um, oh, becomes the teacher becomes becomes the, yeah, yeah. the, the master. He, he's that kind of guy, and gotcha. so we we, <laughs> we introduced we introduced him to craft beer, and I think two weeks later he started homebrewing, <laughs> and we we're like, we want to homebrew, so he introduced us to homebrew, and I mean from that moment I think it took probably. And I don't want to be like, I don't want to like put it this too big, but I think probably two weeks after our first homebrew, we said, that's what we're going to do. We've been, we've, meant, we've been meant to do this our whole lives, but we just found out. That's so sad. Yeah. yeah and, and I think at the, at the beginning of, mm. of our like um, discussion about, about the project that we want to have, um, I think we were talking about a place in Montreal that we could just gather people and make events and, and stuff like that. It was, it was not only about homebrew, but it was really about like getting people together and, and having a place that, um, you know, it, it has the feeling that we, we wanted to give it. So it, it just like feels like home and you can go there with your friend and you don't feel, I don't know if you, it, it's just, I feel that a place that, that just, you know, um, I don't know how to say it, but um, like resemblance, like where you belong, you belong there, where you belong. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. I totally get that. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and that's essentially what you guys have done. Does it, does it like, I mean, not to skip too much forward, but um, does it trip you out that you've done that? I, I don't think we. I don't think we realize just yet. Just yet. I thought. <laughs> I thought. I thought that when I'd see people walking in our brewery and buying beer, I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, we've done it." But I don't I think mean, I, I can fully grasp that we've actually opened. Uh, in fact, we not only open a brewery, we realize our dream, our life dream. I mean, our lives have been short. <laughs> I mean, we're young, but we've. We've had one dream. Well, I've had one dream. I think David too. And right now we're living the dream. Like really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually. Yeah. It, I guess eventually it'll kick in and you'll just look around and maybe one day you'll be like, oh my God. Like we yeah. Did, which is crazy. And well, what's, what's like crazy about, about, oops, sorry, Alex. No, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was, I was just going to say what's, what's crazy about the journey is, is that we've been working so hard about like getting that perfect place and that that spot that uh, that we have now, but it, like it was it was such uh, a big research about like 
where do we want to go? What's what's the perfect spot? Where what's the building gonna look like? And 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 we we made a lot of research. We made a lot of offer to to get a building to to get a, a loan, not a loan, but to rent a, a building, a space for us. And every time that we we enter a building, it was it was not quite the type that we want. We we just feel it right away, mm. both of us. So that that was that was just crazy when. Mm. You just you go in a place and you don't feel it. You go and then you, you take the visit and you go out and you're just yeah that was not it. Yeah. Uh, we 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 just keep on searching and we were not. Uh, I think we were not uh, like it. It doesn't have to be done right away. So we we took our time to get the the the, the perfect spot for us that we that we feel it was a perfect spot. Um, and and yeah so so everything that that went. With with that point, everything that every action that we took was toward that that position. Right, I know exactly what you mean. Though. Like you just what you just know when it's the right thing, you just know what it is. So it's very yeah. cool that you both mm-hmm. felt the same way. Um, yeah, Alex, you were gonna say as well. Yeah, well, I was gonna say so many things. I think I have like a thousand things going through my mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I take the time, run it all. Like That's I good. told you, like. Uh, at Food Rini, uh, like three years ago, I think it's been. Yes, uh, I, 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 we, we, we crossed paths, and I, I was, I was Food United, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I just like yelled at you, get it in you, and I mean, because <laughs> I, I had been watching your podcast and listening to your podcast for quite some time, and right now I have like all these emotions because we're on the podcast so it's kind of crazy that's why i'm just like i have so many things going through my mind i think i'm having the the realization right now so yeah so uh, yeah what i was going to say is uh i i talked about my friend that's like the the the, the student that becomes a teacher but i'm kind of that guy as well when i start doing something i go really like oh boy. yeah yeah i go crazy and i want to read everything i want to drink everything i want to know everything so when we started homebrewing, David and I, uh, we started chatting homebrewing. I think it was the only thing we were talking about. Like every every conversation revolved around homebrewing and everything we did revolved around homebrewing. And like he said, and I hope our ex-bosses are not listening to the podcast, but during our, <laughs> our days, we were just like working, but chatting homebrews on the same time. And we we're designing recipes and creating names because the... The, the names uh, with the songs and the, the and whatnot what has been in the works for a long time. And yeah. So we were doing that every day. And uh, like David said, uh, we had like these dinners and we were just like discussing on brew and saying we need to open up a brewery. People are living or making a living out of this. So probably mm-hmm. we could too. And uh, one day David and I were just I think we stopped talking during that, that, that lunch and we said, I think we're doing it. So we decided that because I'm that crazy guy that wants to read everything, we decided that I would be the one starting a professional brewing career because I would, I would write everything down and I would like be crazy about it. So yeah. And uh, David, David and I took a big leap of faith, but David in particular take that huge leap of faith because we paid my, my course at uh, LIBQ together. I didn't pay the course all by myself. David paid 
for half of it. Um, so I would take the course and we would, uh, I'm kind of emotive about this because I'm just realizing how big <laughs> been in our lives, but yeah. yeah. So David paid half of my course and uh, I took the course and the first night, I think I, <laughs> I called him right after the course and I told him everything I learned during that three hour course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's sick. That's like dedication on another level, right? Like, like just friends who are like, all right, we're in this to the point where you're like, all right, you're going to be the brewer, so let's just make sure you get all the information. Like, I've never heard that before. That is incredible. So then... Yeah, that was... Yeah, yeah please yeah, talk about answer. it, man. No, 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 please talk about it. It's It, it was... Yes, I'm yeah. sorry, I, I cut you off. Um, Not at all. But it, it, it was, it was uh, really... <laughs> It was a nice time for for us. I mean, Alex was was getting all this information, and I I mean I knew he was gonna write everything down and everything was gonna he's he's gonna just you know um, make that things so much. He was he was gonna be dedicated for for that that stuff and and everything after that was gonna be for this. So I I knew I. I had a hundred percent confidence in in my partner, and uh, I still have. It's the coolest shit I've heard. I mean, Tiff's like you guys are true partners. That's uh, that's amazing. And then David, who is yeah. Alex's brother, who I wasn't sure I got confused when I first talked to him. Uh, saying legends, he knows. <laughs> Champion. Uh, also, David, I forgot to tell you. I realized afterwards. Sorry, David, who's commenting. Um. I saw you at the brewery, but I didn't know it was you. And Alex, you told me it was him afterwards. I didn't get to say goodbye because you went away. So apologies, my dude. Um, okay, so this is like this is even cooler because you guys didn't tell me this part. So this is sick. So then, Alex, you're in school. David, you were, did you stay at the agency? You were still working. I there? Yeah, I, I, I did. Oh, you were both. You did it at yeah. nighttime. Yeah, nighttime. So I worked oh. during the day and at night, of course. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. That's wow. That's crazy. Okay. So then, how long did you go to school for, and what did that lead to? Because I know you did work professionally in, in beer before this. Yeah, the, the course was uh, three or four months every every night for three or four months, and every Saturday. Okay. Um, and uh, I I mean we I took the courses at night and during week weekends. Well, on Sundays we brewed beer every week, okay. trying to to implement what we were learning in school in the brews. And yeah, it was, it was really exciting to do. And uh, I think uh, the course ended in January uh, or, or f- beginning of February. And the week my course finished, uh, I saw an opportunity at Saint-Houblon. Saint-Houblon, okay. they have like, three spots in Montreal, but they have a brewery in Terrebonne. And I saw an opening. It was like a assistant brewer opening. And uh, honestly... We, we look at the offer together, David and I, that's, that's the nice thing about it. Every move I made in my professional brewing career, we took the decisions together. It was always thought of format on it was like, I'm going to explain more and tell me more on that later, but every decision was in that direction. And uh, we looked at the offer together and honestly, the, the salary and whatnot was never in the equation. What we wanted is a place where I could start and learn and whatnot. So I, I started at Saint-Houblon, and uh, I started with two guys that are our friends. Uh, both of them are working at Beauregard now. Uh, both brewers at Beauregard. So I started brewing with, well, I started as a, an assistant brewer to both of them. 
and uh, they they really taught me everything. They've been so nice and they they really like taught me. I mean, I I took a course, but the, the, you have to put your hands into brewing to really get to know brewing. You can read all the books you want if you've never set foot in a brewery. You can't really know how to brew. So they taught me everything from cleaning tanks to brewing on a big size system to kegging beer to checking carbs on beer and everything. They taught me everything and they, they've been really patient with me because like I told you, I want to know everything. So if they tell me this is how you clean a tank, I want to know why is this plug there? Why is this not plugged there? Why... Uh, I think I've been a nightmare as a first employee, but I want to know everything. <laughs> Amen. It's 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 crazy, Alex, when you say that because uh, when we were uh, working on on the the, the uh, local right now, the the, the brewery, uh, there was the the electrician that was doing some work at the brewery and plugging some stuff, and Alex was just next to that guy every every day, asking <laughs> why does he plug that there. <laughs> He's just <laughs> right next to the guy and just asking question and he was texting me uh, all along and i was like man leave that guy alone he, he didn't ask for that <laughs> hey i guess you know yeah. what you gotta you gotta want to know you gotta ask i love it yeah that's fucking awesome yeah, did you work with him. did you know chris needleman at saint yeah, 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 yeah yeah, May you rest in peace. Yeah, man. I had a story with that. This was crazy. I spoke to him on email. We arranged the podcast. Yep. I turned up on the day asking for him. And the guy goes, dude, you died. And I was like, are you fucking serious? No way. I couldn't. And, we, and like, I hadn't met him. I spoke to him. We went back and forth. We ended up chatting on email because he was mad cool. And like, imagine rocking up somewhere. It's almost like it's the joke. Like you rock up somewhere and they go, no, you're yeah, yeah. Died and we we were just like we just stayed and had a beer and like then I did a that episode of the podcast we did it with his family and his cousins the one that was supposed to be his episode we did for that real. for him that was I, I'm sad I never got to meet him but yeah I, I've only heard amazing things about the dude so yes. yeah man, that's crazy like, like you said um, uh, I, I we we spoke about that I don't you didn't know me at the time but you you posted a status uh, like a Facebook update on that and I replied and i told you i used to brew with him and whatnot oh yeah okay. but uh yeah so when i'm gonna continue i'm gonna say i'm gonna talk about that but okay. the two guys i was working with they both left for different breweries jules jules Dubus left for beauregard mm-hmm. uh francis laron left for benelux so i was left alone at the brewery but that was probably the greatest thing that ever happened to me because uh I went from assistant brewer to the only person in the brewery right. on the same day. <laughs> but I saw so I, <laughs> so I started take charge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For like two months, I was alone at the brewery. So I, I had to brew the beers and whatnot. And then came Christopher. So it was ah. him and me for a few months and we brewed together for a few months. Um, yeah. And, uh, he was a super nice colleague and he was in fact the, the production manager of the brewery while I was there. Um, and uh, a funny thing about that is, well, not a funny thing, but a fact about that is we, David and I participated in a, a brewing contest called Summer Chiller. So many home brewers in Montreal, we 
we get together on one day and we try each other's beer and we rate each other's beer. And Chris was part of the contest. David and I were too. Uh, Chris, Chris finished second in that contest, so that's worth mentioning. Yeah. Uh, David and I placed third. Um, so nice. the, the, the prize for finishing what third a, was to... Beer. <laughs> yeah, the, the prize for finishing third was to, to brew our beer in a professional brewery. And the professional brewery was Saint-Houblon. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay. That's where I work. But yeah, so we, we, we went back to Saint-Houblon. We brewed the beer because I had left by the time. And uh, we brewed the beer with Chris. And uh, it was nice for me going back there after almost a year and brewing with Chris and whatnot. And um, the, the, the following weeks, David and I chatted with Chris and asked questions about the beer and what, what, how is it going, whatnot. And uh, one day he just stopped responding, so I didn't really understood why he, he wasn't answering anymore. And my my friend Jules, who was one of his friends because they used to work together before, uh, he told me, "Yeah, that's why he's not answering anymore." So yeah, that's pretty pretty crazy. Yeah, it's so it's so crazy. I hadn't seen anything like that. Fortunately, being involved in beer before, and it was just like. Yeah, it was. It was definitely like it's interesting to see how you know how how loved he was. So many people were yeah. always had so many good stories about him and and stuff. So man, at least he's uh, and he was involved in the Montrealers. I think that the homebrew. He was the president, yeah. I think. Correct. Yeah. That's right. Yes, with Drew from Kanawaki. So I know yeah. like I knew him through all of those dudes and stuff. But yeah, crazy. Man, that's crazy. That's so. That's so wow. So um, shouts to Chris though, man. For yeah, the, yeah, I still have. I still have his beer, the, the beer that he plays second with. I still have the beer. I'm not yeah. drinking it. I'm keeping it. Yeah, For yeah. real? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Didn't know that. And uh, Jules, Jules told me uh, maybe we could give the beer to, to Chris' Sam. parents because yeah. it's be, be, and I'd be willing to do it. I haven't heard from Jules since, but yeah, mm. could give them the beer. Of course, there is writing on there and his name and whatnot. It's pretty, it's a it's really okay. significant object, yeah. yeah. That might be worth yeah. it. They they were so lovely. Like you know, when you're sitting next to his sixty something year old dad, he's crying on a podcast. I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know his son. I didn't know him, but I felt I had to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Like that yeah. was, and they were so nice to even want to do it and just talk about him. And it was just like one place mm-hmm. where people could just hear stories about him and his life and stuff. I thought that was a good way to do it. So meeting them for that hour or so, um, they were super nice. And I feel like if they don't have things like that. Because they might have some stuff, but it might be worth it. Man. That's pretty. That's pretty yeah, cool. yeah. That'd be a, a yeah, really cool that must have been so uh, emotional. It was. It was, and it was, but it was weird for someone like me who didn't know him. You know, so it was emotional, yeah. but it was like I just. It didn't feel right replacing the episodes. So I didn't know what to do. So, I don't, do you guys know um, Simon from Les Pass Public? Yes. Yeah. yeah, they brew yeah. a beer together because of Summer Chiller. This price was oh, to right. brew a beer with it was them. The brew there. So because yeah, of exactly. that, I was speaking to Simon about it and because Simon was at the funeral, we were talking about it and I told him my experience and like I didn't know what to do about the episode. So he arranged it all. He was like, come to the pub. He knew some, he knew this guy who was a part of the Montrealers who was good friends with him. It was like his best mate. I think his name was Mike or something. So it was like him and his girlfriend, they used to brew a lot with Chris and his girlfriend. <coughs> Um, and his his girlfriend came, his mom and dad, his cousin. I think yeah, I think maybe a sister or something. Um, so it was intense, and I didn't know how to. F- like it was definitely emotional, but I was it was 
it very I felt it's it doesn't matter how I felt like I just needed to make sure that they got to do their thing yeah. and just it's a lot of sadness and stuff to to try and carry and keep the thing going and try not to be I don't know it's had to just like give them and let them talk you know let them have their little thing and I felt like that's the knife the best thing that could have come out of the a horrendous situation was like at least there's yeah, yeah everyone got to put their fresh thoughts on there and stuff. So yeah, it was, it was pretty wild. Um, so, okay. So the, oh, so Dwayne is here. Dwayne said, what up? What up, brother? What up? What up? What up? Um, so, okay. Say new blonde, you left say new blonde for another job after that at some point. Yeah. So the, with David and I, when, uh, I had been almost working for a year at Saint Blanc, um, we thought I had like, I don't know if you say plafond or I don't know, you say that like I had reached the maximum I could learn at that place. Yeah, like a ceiling. And, uh, you hit the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my, my, like I said, my friend Jules left from Saint-Blanc to Beauregard and he told me we're looking for another brewer. We're going to do a lot of barrel aging and it's a bigger system and it's a, it's a new brewery so you could see the opening of a brewery and whatnot. So, I left from Saint-Blanc to Beauregard cool. um, and I, I worked at Beauregard for, for a year. So yeah, I helped, I helped Jules open up the place and we created the, the first recipes together. And so that was the, it was very nice to, to the only black beers, like, you know, yeah. darker beers, but uh, really nice to, to develop a few recipes and yeah. Plateaued. Thanks, My brother. <laughs> Coming through. Did you, um, was Cedric there? He's the only one I know from. Um, uh, uh, Cedric and I just like uh, crossed just paths. Crossed I mean, when I, when I left, he came in. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Jules, uh, Jules uh, left Beauregard as well. When I, <laughs> when he got me to work there and he left. He left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was at, alone at Beauregard for like another two months. Did I meet yeah, you there? I only went there one time, so we didn't meet there or anything, did we? Uh, did you go on the opening date, like the nah, first time? I did like a tour thing with for a video with this tour company. I think I was not there. I was too massive left already by then. Okay. And yeah, so I worked at Beauregard for like uh, a year. I worked there for a year and developed a few recipes. Just, uh, got my hands uh, at uh, barrel aging and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And uh, after a year working on darker beers. We all we felt like I, I had plateaued again. And, wow. um, good use, good use. <laughs> yeah, and uh, a spot opened up at Avantgarde. They were opening up the, their uh, their new brewery, and uh, everybody in the in- industry was really crazy about Sean and Renault. They were la- all like best bosses, probably the best bosses because they had no brewery, but their people were saying they're going to be the best bosses, and people were really like enthusiastic with this place and we were too because we loved the beer uh, so yeah I applied got the job started brewing at uh, at Avantgarde and worked there for almost two years amazing yeah. that's dope yeah. yeah those guys are bloody legends I love them so much I'm so happy for them like yeah. work you know we had we interviewed them back in the day when Sean was the production brewer at Oshlag and they were just doing their stuff there so he could actually brew their stuff on contract which was like unheard of that the owner was able to do it because he happened yeah, to get there. Yeah, crazy. So they got around that. And then to see that success story from the contract to to what they were able to do, like the scope of that is it's massive, that place. Like, 
it's beautiful. They did yeah. such a great job. And I'm not surprised when you said they're good bus. I'm like, yeah, hell yeah. Like they were wild. They're wild. They're, they're crazy. <laughs> like those dudes would be uh, fun to work for. Okay. So you worked there for two years. You probably would have learned, you know, now then you would have got the knowledge of like the more um, production, larger scale stuff, I guess, from St. LeBlanc because they've got multiple locations. Then you would have exactly. gone, got specialty stuff, learned a real lot about the dark side of, of beer, literally as far as the barrel aging, as far as like darker malts and stuff. And then moved on to Avant-Garde who do a bit of everything from like Pilsners to barrel aged sours and heavy stouts and all sorts of IPAs, brown ale, wits, like everything. So by that stage, did you both feel that the knowledge that you had had, Alex, as a brewer from that experience was was kind of like, all right, I think I've got everything I need out of these jobs. It's time. Like how did, how did that thought process go? Uh, never. I don't think I will ever get all the knowledge I need to be the like the brewer I want to be, I think the brewer I want to be is, I would, I would quote Matthew McConaughey in there, is an Oscar-winning speech. But the, the brewer I want to be is the brewer I'll be in 10 years. And then in 10 years, the brewer I want to be is the brewer I want to, I'll be in 10 years. So I don't think I will ever have the, the, the knowledge I really would like to have. Um, but that's something uh, we're working on. Uh, but yeah... The thing is, we felt like we were ready to have our own project. We didn't feel like we were the, the perfect brewers and, and the perfect uh, like history of brewing, but we felt like we were ready to have our own thing. Um, and we felt like the space we found was the perfect space for us uh, in terms of how it's, it's made, where it's located. Uh, and we felt like we had some... I don't, we don't know. I think the, the time was right. Um, we were ready to, to jump in. And the thing is, and I like to say this, I never left Avant-Garde. I started Melon. Because if it wasn't for Melon, I'd still be at Avant-Garde. So that's the thing. Gotcha. We felt like we were ready and our baby was ready to be born. So, yeah. Okay. And you started... It's, it's yeah. crazy because I, I, I think we, we never... Like it's a really good question because I I think we never had that d discussion about are you ready to to like start that and and just brew your 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 own recipe and just like teach me how to do it as well mm -hmm. like are you uh, I think we we never asked us that question and it's a pretty good question <laughs> yeah I mean I guess you guys probably just felt that energy you were like all right let's go type of thing yeah I think yeah I mm -hmm. I, I felt uh, yeah. For for real, Alex was was telling me about about his days and 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 I think uh, he was really excited to to show me everything that he has learned for the past four years or or so and uh, yeah that it was just uh, when we found that that, that spot it, it it just just makes sense right excuse me so you were looking I mean working at avant garde and then you're like all right well. Let's start looking. And then you just kept looking, like you were saying earlier. Stumbled upon this place on the corner of Saint-André and uh, Jean-Talon there, which is perfect. It's like a minute, two minutes tops from Jean-Talon Metro, like less than five-minute walk from the market, like three or four blocks. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's like right in the – is it technically Rosemont or Little Italy? Yeah. It's, it's Rosemont, that's Patrie. 
Okay, it's technically right. Okay. So the the northern border of Rosemont at Patrie is Jean Talon. Okay. The north of Jean Talon is Villeray. Villeray so we're like right. we're like I mean if you walk in the middle of Jean Talon Street, you're in between both neighborhoods. So yeah, we're right on the line of Villeray. Okay. Um and the, the funny thing is, like I said, we met at Foudrigny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the day coming back from Foudrigny, I was in the car with the guy I told you about. That's uh, the teacher becoming the, the student becoming the teacher. I was with that guy coming back from Foudrigny. Mm-hmm. And we, we passed by the space and I saw a for rent sign. And I shouted, stop the car, stop the car. <laughs> I, I jumped out of the car, ran, took the, the guy's number, called him right away. Uh, discuss and we David and I went to visit the space on the day after that and we fell in love with the space started negotiating um, and while we were negotiating he called us one day and he told us uh, well sorry guys someone made an offer and uh, he signed the lease ah. and we were devastated because the space was perfect uh, so we went back to the drawing board started looking again then we found another place um, really close to Messorum. From the, that place, you can see Messorum across the canal. It was in uh, Saint-Henri, mm-hmm. uh, right next to the Saint-Ambroise Brewery, well, uh, yeah. So we, we negotiated with, that, with those guys for a long time, and we, we almost signed the lease. Uh, but then uh, something fell off uh, to us uh, with the, the lease, and we don't know something something seemed off so we we backed I, down I, I i don't remember what it was but i i remember that night we went to catarigen uh, with the owner and we were discussing about about the project and and the microbrewery and we and felt just, like just, he wasn't just, just to mention just to mention not the owner of catarigen the owner of the space yes, yes. yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, and we <laughs> Yeah, we were dis- discussing the project with him, and and we felt that he wasn't as hyped as us, and we felt like it was I don't know, it just just uh, like we were pitching the the project of our lives, and it was just like oh, okay, yeah, I'm not quite sure about about that, not quite sure about the noise you're gonna make, the odors, the the stuff like that, because we have uh, that uh, that spot that is. Like a, a physiotherapeut, and and he doesn't want to be um, disturbed and stuff like that. So we were like, okay, we we don't want to rent a, a spot and then just be okay. We are disturbing everybody around, and we have to keep it down. Yeah. And we so that was that was quite. It was a night, really weird weird night, because um, after that talk with the owner, um, we went to our car and we're just like a bit devastated. Like right. it was, it was, uh, yeah, another, another bad news with the, on, on, on our roads. Right. So yeah, so, yeah, continue. Yeah. I was going to say, so this, this fell true and we were, well, it, it had been a, a rough year because we'd been looking at spaces and trying and nothing worked for us. And we, we felt like the, the brew, the, the craft mm. scene in Quebec was getting, to the top of the wave, I mean, somewhere along the line, it's going to get never saturated, but the exponential growth is going to stop one day. And we felt like we didn't want to come after that. We wanted to come while the, the growth was still going. So, And we were kind of devastated because we're 
we're getting close to 30. We have girlfriends. Uh, kids are going to come along the way one day. And we felt like the time was right now because one day we're going to have kids and it's pretty hard to have a newborn baby on one side and a newborn brewery on the other. So we yeah. felt like we, we had to open up before having kids and we, we were kind of devastated because we, we felt like the time was now. Uh, and so, yeah, we, we found another space on the, the Plaza saint Bar and almost signed this place as well. But something always felt like wrong with all these spaces. There, it was not like we, we went home and I, I told David, do you feel it? And he said, mm. I think so. And I said, yeah, I think so too. And David said, yeah, but we need to say I'm sure. We, it's a live project of ours. We cannot think so. We need to be sure. So it's always and we, we always kept in mind that we, we didn't have to rush things. Like, of course, we, we need to, to start that project for in a, in a time lapse of uh, maybe two or three years, but didn't have to rush everything uh, for in a matter of weeks or, or months. So that was always kept in mind. And, and I think with that, with that, uh, that spot, it was, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't feeling it. I think you 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 didn't feel it uh, as well, so it just yeah. just didn't you went, didn't was that the gut. you went with the gut. Didn't be, yep, exactly. And one one day I was walking in front of the space, just walking with my girlfriend and telling her this could have. Wait a second. Why is the place empty? Why is there a rent sign on the in the window? So we called back the guy, and I, I mean it was really like what how did this place came back like on the market and uh, from there the rest is history my friend i love that <laughs> i love it on that note is it new england ipa time of course it is. you want to crack it damn right <laughs> uh, I thank you babe a uh, couple quick comments while you're getting that Dwayne is saying alex was telling me david likes to drink some non-alcoholic brews i'm sipping a mickle one at the moment pretty good for 0.3 percent six more days I've had, I've had nice. that one. That's a that's a good one, actually. The Mikula's a good one. Uh, I think it's called, not Fresh Start. There's a name for that one. And Catherine St. Pierre, and five years later, here you are. Look at that's that. my girlfriend. Your friend. <laughs> Look at that. She must be proud. St. Pierre. I love it. I love it. So the next beer, guys. Uh, look at that. Normally, we would never go like 55 minutes. We only have one beer. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, <laughs> we were just enjoying the convo. So this is another beautiful can. This is, tell us about the name of it. I want you guys to explain it all because this shit is hilarious. So nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, it came from another, uh, from another brainstorm of ours that it just, we, we are, we just sit down, we, we have a beard to name and we just throw words and, and, and songs and, and artists. And at some point, we just felt it, it smells so much uh, pineapple and French anana. So we just, I think Alex came out with the, with the word, with the, with the title. And he said anana grande, that, that's, that's it. <laughs> so, so good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like and, I told you earlier, the, the, the naming of the beers has always been something we've been playing with. Uh, and I think that's probably what appealed us and what, yeah, what, brought us to, to, to that much to, towards brewing is that we, we are two marketing ads and David is really 
he really likes journalism and writing and whatnot. And I was a copywriter where I worked at. And uh, so, yeah, we, we were brought towards that. And uh, we loved creating. We loved brewing. We loved marketing. We loved uh, branding. So that's pretty much what brought us to this is all these things are interconnected when you have a brewery. I love and, it. And we... And the, 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 the way that we... Like we touch everything in the in the business is is what's it's just crazy these days because we are two uh, marketing guy that that we just love doing marketing but we have been doing that for so many company over the over the last maybe not decades but maybe five or six years because we've been working in agency and every time we were just yeah I think that's maybe I, I if if that was my business I would go that way not that way but in when you're in the agency you just You just follow the the, the client. So, the, but but right now we just we can do everything we want, and we can have fun with with that. We can have fun with the product, with the names, and yeah, I, that's that's what drives us the morning to, to 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 get out of bed. I love it. It's super cool. Well, first of all, oh, have you poured yet, uh, Dave? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you poured. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to be che cheers. Get in, yeah. Cheers, guys. Yes. Mm. Is gorgeous. So this is a super unique one. So yeah. this is a six percent New England IPA with Vic Secret, Idaho Seven, and Mandarin and Bavaria hops. Um, super crushable, great haze, great head, nice tropical nose. Body is um, nice and creamy. Six percent is like between six and seven is my personal like money zone for for IPAs. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's um, the pineapple is definitely super present. That's probably the main thing we're getting through there, which is uh, why the name is perfect. Um, we were talking about it earlier. So I think, and I only learned this the other day, but Idaho 7 is my favorite hop, but I didn't realize it has like a, a bit of a piney kind of herbal thing to it, which gives this beer a different kind of vibe. You want to maybe talk about that? Because it's a, it's a unique, I mean, it's a New England IPA by anyone's standards, but it's got a little bit of a, Yeah, but uh, we were discussing this, David and I, the other day, because mm -hmm. uh, when we design brews, we design the brews we want to drink. So when we drink IPAs, we really like um, that crushable uh, bitterness that really drives you to another sip. Uh, we're not really leaning towards sugary beers, not that much, but we prefer to drink our like drier beers and crushable beers. So that's how we designed this recipe. And we, we were really happy with the result. But what we were discussing, David and I, then we discussed it with you on, uh, on chat, uh, Instagram chat, uh, is that this beer is like leaning away from that, that, trend that, cool. that is really popular right now. Yeah, typical New England IPAs that we love and drink every day. You should see the, the fridge at the brewery is full <laughs> of Buck Canada and uh, Brewski and whatnot. Uh, and we drink it on the daily, but we always feel like we want to drive back to these, like, I wouldn't say old school because it's not old school. It's very AZ and tropical and whatnot, but more this, like, crushable vibe We, we are, we're not so used to be drinking these days. Mm -hmm. Mm. And, and uh, yeah, the, the, the first kind of like New England IPA, I, I don't even know if that's still a New England IPA, but it was the, uh, 
the Alchemist, uh, the Eddie Topper. Eddie Topper. It's a Vermont that, IPA, but it, I think it was the predecessor. It was the thing that inspired yeah, exactly. the yeah. IPA. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And and uh, so every year we do a, a organ quit trip. So we go to organ quit, and then but first we have to stop at the Alchemist, and it's it's just it it, it is such a, a beautiful brewery. And the, the yeah. first time we we went there. Uh, at the Alchemist, we and we we taste the beer. It was just so, like we haven't seen that in our lives. It was it was really crushable for a, for beach beach beer. We had uh, a few on, on on that day, but it was just <laughs> you know you, you you can keep on drinking them and it, it's it's just it's refreshing. You you get the hops. There's not much like residual sugar, so it's it's just. It's just a great beer, and it's it's not heavy. Like you finish the, the the can, and you're, you know, you still can go on with your day. Or, or so the, I I don't saying that that reminds me the the heady topper, but I feel like the kind of high PAs we like are are, um, you know, leaning in in that direction. You know what? Now you put it like that, I think that's definitely the vibe I'm getting for sure. It's, I haven't had a Vermont IPA for a while. Obviously, the board has been closed for a year, but you don't really get them up this way too much anymore, mm-hmm. I guess, since the New England IPA kind of took over. So I've almost forgotten what they damn well taste like. But I feel like, yeah, I can see that sort of inspiration here because it's got, and this is what we were talking about on, on DM, that like, it's got a little bit more of that bitterness in here. Like, it's nothing overwhelming, and it's not like West Coast-level, like, face punching and no. stuff but it's like there's like that like a little herbal grass bit of vibe that kind of like it's in the background it's kind of in the finish and like i'm, I'm tasting it a bit more now and it's, that's kind of definitely the vermont uh, inspired but visually this is a new england like it's nice bright yellow super like vermont ipas aren't this hazy at all. Mm-hmm. um that's interesting and that makes a lot of sense um <laughs> So this one for people who are what today is Thursday. This drops on Saturday. Part of the exactly. second release, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that's the the uh, yeah Saturday. So uh, after after day after tomorrow uh, at noon. Um, I I think we're gonna do that for for a few weeks. Just to release a couple of beers and mm-hmm. and just you know get it out there. Um, see the, the, the get the feedback of the people and 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 see what's what's what the people wants to drink that's uh, yeah. after all we 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 brew a lot of things for us and and but we 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 always welcome feedback um if if people feel free to to just give us feedback and and, and stuff like that we we're pretty like we at first we were passionate about about beers and craft beer we still is so so we are still passionate about that so i mean that makes sense if people just came in and and talked about uh, about our products or or other products that maybe they want they want us to try it or or anything so it's it's all about discussion and then and, and you know mm-hmm. dialogue i love it i love it it's dope so the story where we got up to we so basically you found that this place is now the place that you wanted is now available. You called the guy and it just happened to work out. So this is like the universe putting it all in place for you guys. It seems like it's almost yeah. like it wanted you to get that additional experience in the other, probably with avant-garde or whatever. 
to have that. And then it was like, here it is on a silver platter. Here's the place. My, exactly. my girlfriend always says, uh, nothing happens for nothing or everything happens for a reason in English and French is rien n'arrive pour rien. So, and every time she says that and I'm not happy with the situation, I'm like, how can you say that right now? <laughs> but, uh, she's right. A few, yeah, she's right. But yeah. in the moment, it's the worst thing you could hear. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> That's it's, true. It's, it's, That's like, true. it's like when you get dumped by a girl or a girl gets dumped by a guy and Someone tells you, uh, it, there's a French saying that goes, uh, one lost 10 found. Yeah. <laughs> one lost 10 found, like you lost one girlfriend, you're going to find plenty of and fish like, in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's like, oh, can you tell me this right now? But she always mm. told me that. And, and <laughs> I think she's... <laughs> <laughs> She couldn't be like writer. She couldn't be more right. Um, yeah. Because I mean, we had the time to like really like embellish our business plan, all embellish our brews, uh, get more experience in the, the professional brewing world. Uh, I mean, stupid, but get more money to invest yeah. in the project. Uh, we had more time to do this. And uh, so, yeah, maybe we lost, not lost, but. Maybe it took one year, one more year, but this year was really like formative. We yeah. really learned a lot during that year. Hmm. Okay. And, and uh, I remember when we, we talked about it, it, it was uh, like, uh, I, I, I'm a golfer and uh, I play a lot of golf. And, and every time during a round, you said you're going to get a break. So like the, the ball's going to bounce at some point and going to help you. You don't know why, but it, you got to get a break. And I was always saying that to, to Alex, uh, our break is going to come. Uh, come on va avoir un break. So, so that, I think that was it. That was the, 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 just the brewery, that, that, the, the spot that was available for us for rent. And we just we jumped on, on that and called the, the, um, the, the agent right yeah. away. I love it. Yeah. So basically, and they were like, cool. They remembered you, I guess. Or the, the yeah, they remembered us. They remembered us, so. but uh, they didn't went. They didn't went like they wasn't given on a silver platter. We had like mm -hmm. to go to the sea and whatnot. It was like, even though we found the place, uh, it took a few months before we signed the lease. Okay, and this few months led us to a week before COVID struck, and we signed the lease a week before COVID struck. So we yeah. had a space, and then then everything was closed. And we were like, you were talking about a break, David. Where's <laughs> where, where the break at? Yeah, I, I slept so bad on that night. Like <sighs> when everything shut down and we had that, the, the, the local, how do we say local? local? The space. Wow. Yeah. The, the space. So we, we rented the space and everything shut it down. And we, we knew it, it wasn't just for a month and it, that it was going to be for a while. And uh, yeah, yeah, another another tough, uh, tough, uh, yeah, situation. So that yeah. was March 2020, and I think it was like March. Like I remember, we did a collab on Friday, March the 13th, which was it was either and then it was either the Sunday or the Monday. So either the Sunday, March 15th, or Monday, March 16th, when the lockdown started. So it was like right then. Um, yep. 
what did you guys did you have a an opening plan that like say previous to the covid stuff did you have an opening plan or did it not really affect how you uh moved from there yeah our, uh, yeah the, the first plan we had was was quite uh, i mean it it was uh, we were supposed to maybe rent the 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 the, the space in April or March April and okay. open in September. So that gives us maybe around five or six months, and that is really it's pretty quick. A small amount of time. Yeah, it's pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, we did. I think we didn't realize that how how much work we we had to put in that place. Uh, so the first, the, yeah, the, 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 first, the, the plan was to open in September and then COVID hit. And I think it was in August or July, August, uh, the, the, the bank backed off. So they, they retired their, their, their loan, uh, with us cause, cause of COVID and they had to, to give the money to urgent, uh, urgent loan or, or stuff like that with, with, uh, business that, that were, already open and that was they were suffering from from covid mm-hmm. and uh we were camping on that day and we had a discussion that we were just so we do we let it go or we just keep on working with with that space and if we had to let go that space we were would have lost ten thousand bucks because we have to to make the deposit to save the, the space so right away it's it's just mm-hmm. every all of the money that we that we saved up for all these years, uh, a part of it was just on the deposit, and we would have lost mm. it if we would have backed off from that space. That that so was we, the the architect plans and the the construction permits yeah. we had already paid and whatnot. So it was closer to twenty thousand bucks that were just going to go down mm-hmm. the drain if we said no. Yeah, that's but, right. Uh, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's the worst call. You well, not the worst call. I mean, you could get a worse call, and then we talked about worst calls earlier on the podcast. But I mean, it's one of the worst call you can get. Um, having your bank telling you, so yeah, guys, you know the loan we told you would give you, and uh, now it's off. And uh, sorry about that. Let's talk when COVID's over. So yeah, it was uh, it was hard times, but David and I were like, no. It's not just a question of money; it's a question of a dream, and we're not we're not giving up. So we we worked yeah. all all summer long to to find new places, new people to invest, and uh, we found someone really really supportive and nice at at Desjardins. She's called Olivia, and I don't think she's going to be listening to the podcast, but she really was. A Shout out to Olivia! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We should probably name a beer after or something like that. Because <laughs> Yo, that's a great she, idea. She, she, that's a good... She made it happen. There's, a, she has a, there's another fun fact about that. Olivia took us and said, okay, I'm going to jump in the project. So we called back the other two banks. Um, and at the other bank, it's it's PME Montreal. So they really support PMEs. The guy that's in charge of our, of our, uh, of our uh, company there and our account there. Is, yeah, account was the word I was looking for. Uh, it's called Geta. And uh, we were really laughing about it because Geta, he said, I'm going to make anybody invest in your project because I believe in you guys. I believe in the project. And we're stoked because this glass, the glass that's really like the <laughs> the symbol of our brewery, the, the, the shape of that glass is called a Geta. So we're like, 
it was meant to be all along. So yeah. Wow. Uh, Geta was so, our yeah. man from from this. Yeah. yeah. Geta took everything into his own hands. He, he called the Desjardins, he called Olivia, he called uh, BDC, he called everybody to make sure the project was going to go on. So Olivia and Geta were like lifesavers. Champions. And uh, yeah, in August, it. we learned that the loan was back on. And uh, from that moment, we've worked, I don't know, 80 hours a week since August. Yeah. <laughs> Just going nuts. How did you yeah. get the, so the loans came through. How was it, was it a challenge to get the, um, the, the fermenters and everything? Because I hear that's been a, a little tougher because if you're getting it from overseas and shipping is a pain in the ass and all this type of stuff, how'd you go with that? Yeah, we, that's we, where... we are proud. Yeah, we're really proud to, to say that we, we buy everything from, uh, from Bécancourt. So it's a it's a business in in in, uh, in the region of Bécancour. It's called HM, and we we partner with with them, uh, and so we we skip that kind of a, the, the the fees that the, the about the transportation and, and everything from China, because um, when COVID hit at first, uh, <laughs> we really wanted to open in September. So we said, all right, uh, you know what? Screw China because they're probably going to be closed for maybe two <laughs> months, three, uh, three months. <laughs> Sorry, not not screw China. Screw, China, but, China. Uh, screw uh, not not the screw the, uh, the, the maybe the company we were talking about. Talking the episode with, name for, Screw uh, for, China. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I would uh, never do that. Yeah, <laughs> and just uh, and and go with with uh, with Quebecers. So we we call the cool, company. Man. And they came. They came. Uh, I think like two or three days after we called them in Montreal. Um, had a drink at the Cinéma L'Amour. And uh, no, is that, is that the name? Cinema no, Cinéma Moderne. No, no, no. Cinéma L'Amour is a, a three X uh, place. No. Hey, <laughs> that's the episode name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Cinéma yeah, Moderne. So, Sorry, I know the place. I'm saying the wrong. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 There, there again, uh, my girlfriend Catherine was right because if we had opened in September, we would have gone with uh, fermenters from China and a brewing system from China. And deep in our hearts, we always wanted to have equipment made in Quebec. But in yeah. terms of, <laughs> in terms of <laughs> how much it costs, we could not afford a system made in Quebec. But with COVID and with the, the 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 time we had to 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 think about the project and with the delays and whatnot, it all made sense from that moment that and everything worked out so we could buy equipment from Quebec and I think it was this was another break we had is like we can afford a system made in Quebec and the delays are super good and it was like the biggest pride in leading to the to the opening was saying that we made everything in Quebec so yeah so cool and then. Yeah. The, the team was super sharp. Like it's it's two brothers that were there, and three. really proud of their stuff. Uh, three brothers, really proud of their of their stuff. Uh, they 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 came in Montreal, uh, like pitched their ideas, and and we work with them. Um, I mean, how long does it? Like you drew the the uh, the the system with with them, Alex, and uh, it was back and forth, always open minded. So, great experience with them. I love that. I don't hear that very often because I know like these things aren't uh, aren't cheap, and 
I can imagine that's why a lot of people go to China because they can get that rate, but they mm-hmm. probably make it up with the shipping, the delays, customs, the potential damage. Like if something gets damaged along the way, mm-hmm. what the hell are you going to do? Like if it came from so mm-hmm. far. So it is pretty cool to be able to work with somebody locally. Uh, exactly. It's super, super cool. And, yeah, and, and I think that the, the, the thing that, like, that we really liked is if we had any problem with the system we can just call them and they are in big uncle so it's like two hours away so it's that proximity and and that you know it's it's that's that's part of the deal and it's it's it's, it's yeah it's just great to have so cool i love that that's that's beautiful so something else we didn't actually discuss i don't know if you want to touch on it now but the actual name of hmm. the brewery has a lot of significance to you guys. And I learned about this. Mm-hmm. Shasta Mike uh, Beerbrit, who wrote a great piece on you guys at uh, for Beerism. Um, yeah. And I'd heard about what you guys were doing. Um, you know, obviously, if there's a new brewery, all us beer nerds are talking about it and we're excited about it. And after reading his piece, I was like, wow, this is so cool. Uh, I was super, I know you guys were extremely impressed with the piece as well. Mike's a great dude. Yeah. Um, do you want to maybe like just talk about the name and sort of where what what the significance of that is and your tap, Alex, as well? It's pretty good. Yeah, the the the, the one on my leg. You're talking the about leg, yeah, yeah, this yeah. one. The leg, not this one. That's the logo. You didn't show me that one. You showed me the leg one. Yeah, that's even cooler. The, the mash paddle we use at the brewery. I love that. Oh, you showed off your legs. Yeah, he's just whipping yeah. them out for me. You missed it, bro. buddy. He was, just, he was getting nerd, gotta man. Got to show them, buddy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he was getting frisky. I was I, like, I "Dude, like, we just met, Jesus!" <laughs> First time I wasn't there, bim, short, <laughs> right away. <laughs> yeah, tell, yeah, tell us cool. about the name. Tell us about the name. This is yeah. cool. So, like David told you earlier, we've been friends for like seventeen years. He thought he was fifteen, but I mean, during two years, he was probably drinking melon too much. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. We, we've been friends for 17 years and we, I mean, we've been friends and we had a circle and, but growing up, I mean, I think your circle like si- kind of reduces with the years and eventually you have like closer friends. <laughs> David saying, uh, uh, Alex's brother saying Alex never skips leg day, leg day, never. So you should never skip leg day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, we we have a, like a really close circle. We're four friends, uh, David and I, and the two guys uh, who we started brewing with them. We were four, and we started brewing the four of us. And uh, the the first thing that uh, got us into into uh, this close circle was like our main like common love for Lord of the Rings. We we're watching every year Lord of the Rings. Uh, one of our one of us is born during the the Christmas uh, holidays, so we always have a few days we can do a marathon, Lord of the Ring marathon during yeah. these days. Do you so watch the extended edition? Extended edition, like the full director's cut. Of course, you can't get not all uh, extended edition because all all of the scenes that doesn't really make sense, but you love these scenes. Yeah, right. Because so they're from the book. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and we we have. I'm I'm sorry, Alex. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off. But we have a really cool uh, drinking game. Uh, well, while we we are watching the the movies, is that we we have to say the correct words of the next maybe uh, like the next scene. And if you don't say it right, you have to like 
the, the, the number of words you don't say right, you have to take a number of sip. And if you have it right, you can distribute your sip. So it's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty nice. Pretty cool. That's a smart game. That's a dangerous and, game. Yeah, and, it is. And that's where, that's where you learn that David is really confident, but not really good in, <laughs> in lyrics. Exactly. Because he, he's never seen the third movie. <laughs> Yeah. As of today, he's never seen Lord of the Rings Return of the King. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Too many beers. Uh, Too many sips. We've been, we've been yeah, watching exactly. it every year for like, I don't know, six years, seven years, ten years. I don't know but how many years, but he's never seen the third. That's hilarious. Never. Hey, Dwayne knows. Yeah. Dwayne knows the deal. I don't, I don't even know how it, how it finishes. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's that's the kind of the, the mystic about, of it all. David will never know how it ends, and that's perfect. <laughs> never. <laughs> it's more fun that way. So yeah, we used to 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 meet up every year. You're saying <laughs> the game sounds amazing. You should try it out. But but do not try it with the non-alcoholic beer because other otherwise you're just drinking water. Yeah, you just so, yeah. go in the bathroom a little. Yeah. So we we used to to do this marathon every year, and uh, when we started homebrewing, we would like mix the two, combine the two, so we'd be homebrewing and watching the movies at the same time. Uh, so it was like yeah, kind of a big geek day. I mean, how geeker can you get watching <laughs> Lord of the Rings or homebrewing? Uh, Seriously. And and like I told you, the names and everything has always been something really important for us. So. While homebrewing, we were always looking for a homebrewery name, but we could no, never find something that was really fitting. And it's, it seems like uh, we made it up, but it's really true. We were mashing while they were entering the, the Moria mines when they get to the mines. Uh, and uh, the, then Gandalf gets there and he tries to open up the door and we were still looking for the name at the same time. And uh, it says, speak friend and enter. And they, they're trying to find how to enter and what, what the riddle means and whatnot. And then Frodo says, Gandalf, what's the elvish word for friend? And then Gandalf says in his like really luscious and creamy voice, Melon. <laughs> and the door opens up. And one of us just said, guys, have you heard that? that that's the name of the brewery. And just kind of stick and it just fits with the four of us being best friends and like brewing beer together and mm-hmm. being, I don't know. It, it, and it fits with what we want to, to be creating with the brewery. It's a space for friends. It's a space where everybody's friends yeah. with everybody. Everybody's welcome. And if you speak friend, you can get in and you're friendly, you can get in and whoever you are, wherever, wherever you're from and no matter who you are, everybody's welcome at Melon because everybody's friend at Melon. So it just like worked yeah. and we were, I think it was the, the worst third movie for David on and, the other day because it was too great on the first day. <laughs> it's too good. And, and, and over the, the, the past few months, um, like there were so many friends that were just getting at the brewery and, and, and helping us. And it, it just makes sense that that, that name is, is the name of the brewery because there's so many people around that project. It's, it's, it's us, but it's like there's so many people and it's all friends, and it's all a big community. So it's it just makes sense that that we call that the melon. I love it. It's like it's really cool when like there's like a that you know deep of a meaningful story behind the name. Something as simple as a name. 
which isn't really that simple because it dictates everything you do. Um, exactly, yeah. Something you guys were telling me is that the logo, which is it's here, but it's a little clearer on this here, the logo is kind of like a crown, but the crown looks like mm-hmm. a hop, and that was the crown of... Please remind me, you'll tell me the other day. Do they? Okay. Is it the red crown? Yeah. And yeah. it's... It, you have the crown over an entryway or something from the movie, right? Yeah, it is. And therefore you put the crown of hearts, the melon logo over the door to the entry door, aside from the garage door, but in the, the <laughs> other door that's when it's not summer and beautiful, like it's right there. So like, it's like that level of detail that you guys have, um, have been doing is, is pretty wild. It's pretty dope. Like it's, that you've been able to think about like that level of like granularness mm-hmm. whilst juggling all of these, you know, financing things and trying to organize the fermenters. And I imagine the construction, which I know you guys were telling me you did most of it yourself um, in the brewery, except for like the things you need to be licensed for, electrician and stuff. But, yeah. you know, you guys <laughs> built all the, the bar and like all of that, which is pretty crazy. Hence the 80 hour weeks, I guess. <laughs> Figuring it all out. So, I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. Speak on it. Um, I was going to say we have really patient and supportive girlfriends. That's what mm-hmm. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems like the, yeah. that's. Yeah, man. Sorry, Dave. Go. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say because you, you, you mentioned the, uh, the details that like everything is. is like there's a lot of thinking behind it. I think we we are really fan of small things that have a meaning that mm-hmm. has a meaning. So if you see it, you just you can say, oh, it's it looks great and it's. But when you you find a deep down like meaning of it, you 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 can actually like feel it more. So I, I think we're we're fan of that. Um, uh, not uh, I, I'm just I want to make a parallel with with the. Uh, and when you when you uh, when you play a, a vinyl backwards and it just it, it does little sounds like weird sounds yeah. uh, like the Beatles have done it uh, so many times, uh, it's not like the, the psychedelic message. But we we want to be like subtle and and like really just small notes of of our friendship, our history in the brewery, and and we just we want to want to put it everywhere. So it's it's. Uh, Cal Saint Pierre watching. Wow, that's that's nice. <laughs> is that is that a spelling uh, so, yeah. mistake, or is he meaning it? I think it's a spelling mistake. But there you go. You just correct. <laughs> <laughs> he said proud of you guys, but he spelt it wrong. But it was funnier the first time. But, uh, shouts to you, Carl. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. You continue. Can see, you can see the last name. The last name is you really connected to my girlfriend. It's my my <laughs> father-in-law, and he's he's one of the, our greatest supporters. He's always been. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Sorry, Dave, I interrupted you with the. Uh... Yeah, no, that was that was it. Uh, yeah, it's it's just we 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 like the small details and uh, everything has a meaning for us. But like for other people, it can have different meaning, and it's fine. So it's it's yeah. Just thoughtful, man, and it's like that's why I found meeting meeting you guys, and like the first time I came by, Carl's <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. No, it was honestly that was. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> hilarious. That was great, Kyle. Thank you for that uh, 
<laughs> Thank you for that. The people who are listening didn't read it. Go watch the video. You'll see it. It's actually, it's funny. You need to see. Um, no, when, when when I came by the first time, you guys were showing me behind the bar and um, how like you know there was things from your grandfather and like the other things that you'd gotten from different places that meant something uh, that were all just on display there. Every single um, can, you know, like the the one here, the the one we're drinking now, the Ananas Grande is a deconstructed pineapple essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is related to something. Like, and I, I, I like. I don't recall seeing, I feel like I've been to a pretty reasonable number of uh, breweries over the years. And I don't recall seeing this much thought going into every element. I just feel like every time I come back, I think it'll be like three or four times, which is pretty crazy going to a brand new brewery that many times already, but <laughs> during a pandemic, you know, safely, yeah. of course, you know, we know, that's why I was saying it's weird seeing your faces because like, we always have muscle and they're standing six feet apart. So, um, only you know, calves, only what? Only the calves of uh, Alex, the legs, only of the Alex. calves. Oh, yeah. Well, did I see that's some calves? Woof, I saw some calves <laughs> Gorgeous, but just like every element from the can art to the, the actual physical space, the, the sign above the door that had a, a, a significance and like the way you laid out the brewery in a way that like, I remember that I can't remember exactly what it was, but you guys were telling me the first time I was there and you were explaining the way that it was laid out was different to, to what you typically find because of something that you liked the, the way that you liked it. Is that right? Am I remembering correctly? Or was the way the mash, it was like the mash thing. It was a specific thing that you did that you liked it in a certain way. Is that right? You mean the layout of the brewery? or The layout of the brewery or it was something, there was something that you said and I don't recall because I guess we were talking about a lot of stuff, but there was something that you just pointed out that, yeah, yeah, it's not always like, but I've... Maybe, we... yeah, maybe it, it was the uh, the f- uh, fermenters um, that mm-hmm. Alex uh, just placed it like um, not the same, not in the same way as the others because if we had to put, some other fermenters, that one will would would not be blocked by the others that we would be adding. I could don't know if the, if could, could it something... be that because every time Alex explained it, I'm like, that is great, man. Yeah. <laughs> I would never thought of that. <laughs> you got to think of these things. But either way, I guess well, I, just to reiterate the point that everything you guys were have done from the glassware. And I, Last time when you went there, David, I came through and I was seeing Alex with Matt and he explained to me that I hung around. Matt had to go, but I, we kicked it for a bit. And Alex was explaining to me all the diff- the four different glassware you had and, and the inspiration behind it and the reasoning behind it. Like, I don't know if most breweries would, would really be that thoughtful about that level of, you know, just everything was just really thought out. And I was just very impressed with that d- level of, uh, of attention to detail in a, uh, a you know a, a business that had that you guys did most of the things yourselves, and during a time that's been pretty stressful for the entire planet, let alone a new business owner who was trying to deal with the you know what we were talking about before, getting the everything in place and getting the money and making sure you're open on time, and then now you're like fuck, we've been spending money for a year, we need to you know we need to get some product out here, you know what I'm you know. It's a, it's a lot, and it, I just thought that was very impressive, and I think that speaks to probably who you guys are as humans that, have, that really care about this, and I put that level of thought into it, and I hope that 
when the more people get to come by, you know, it's only about to be the second weekend, which is, you know, it's pretty crazy. Um, you know, are able to understand that, you know, and I'm sure they'll, as they talk to you guys, you guys are extremely welcoming and talking, you know, David, you were at the door welcoming every single person when we were talking and everyone who came by, you were explaining the beers and like welcoming them in. It was very cool. And just to see that and, and, you know, you guys are just really, it created something very, very cool, man. And that's very welcome in the beer scene. And, uh, you know, you don't get lineups down the, down the street for a brand new brewery like that. If, if where the word hasn't spread and that was before people had even tried the beer they just thought it was cool yeah wait till they try the beer and then they'll be fucking going nuts you know it's it's really nice man it's i really appreciate what you what what you just said really touches me right right in the earth (laughs) right in the fields (laughs) right in there we we really put a lot of thinking behind everything we do but i think the main thing is We've been really lucky with the people surrounding us. Uh, we've talked about our really supportive girlfriends. Yes. Uh, the, all the design, everything, uh, branding related and whatnot is uh, out of the minds of, uh, like I said, my, my yeah. sister-in-law, Amy. It's, and, it's uh, crazy. We, every time we, we talk to her, we're like, we don't really understand what's going on in your mind, <laughs> but everything you do just is perfect. Keep and yeah. what you told us. Every time she sends us like a new can or something, we have chills. It's just wow. That's just it's, we, it's we're just so impressed by her by by her talent. It's 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 crazy. And what she she told us is, having been so close to the project for all these years, uh, she said, "I feel like I'm part of the project. I know you guys so well. You've talked you talked about everything, and I, I feel like I really understand what you guys are." are leaning towards and what the project is all about and whatnot. So she says that's why she's so like in line with what we, we want to have. So, yeah. And um, I mean, you can see my brother's commenting and uh, probably still watching my, my, my. I'll read out David. Sure, but I might as well read this out real quick. Cause there's a long way. David saying, while the story was unfolding, these legends found time to craft two beers for a special event. They were insane with so much love in the products and the descriptions they created for both. Wow. That's sick. <laughs> you you uh, might have to. Yeah. My, my, my father-in-law is watching. And uh, I mean, we have people around us really like supportive. And yeah. uh, all, all the pictures we post, my, uh, I mean. My girlfriend's seen, taking the, the pictures. pictures. Yeah. yeah. David's girlfriend's Amazing. taking it. Every picture, and they're just and she so good. she runs she runs from a new job to take pictures for us, and yeah, I mean, yeah, we're lucky. I think yeah, we put a lot of thinking into yeah. everything, but we have a lot of people around us helping us. So I think that's a why Melon yeah. feels like home because it is home to us, and I we mm-hmm. hope it's going to be home to to everyone who walks by the door. And that's why we want to be welcoming everybody in because this is their second home. That's why we want it to mm-hmm. be. Soon yep. as we can get, and you guys got the permits for the terrace. Congrats, which is amazing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you'll be able uh, to open up on the front and the side of the building once. Yeah, exactly. Those restrictions are lifted. Yeah. Well, we we are really excited excited about that. When we 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 first look at the the the, the space, it was it just makes sense to rent the 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 part that we could park. And to make a big terrace there, uh, the sun is there for, I mean, the, the majority of the day. So it's, yeah, it's, it's just such a nice space and, and we want to make it, um, 
not as not, you know inspired by the the, the tap room inside, but we want to make it like really comfortable for for people and 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 with a great ambience outside. So it's uh, we're really excited about about this summer actually. Oh man, I'm hoping it's. Uh, I think we're all yeah. hoping at this point that we can oh, get yeah. this thing under control enough. Uh, oh wow. Mm-hmm. Tiffany preempted yeah. my uh, needs. Look at that. Let's Ooh. go. Oh, look at that. We had a, oh, just before we even get to this one, like Dwayne was just saying, when are you guys are going to geek out and have Lord of the Ring beer names? I imagine that's just a matter of time. <laughs> a matter of time. Uh, right Anyways. now we are really about like song and, uh, you know, inspired song name. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. There's a there's great songs in, in Lord of the Ring as well, so maybe we could go in that in that portion. You totally could just in Elvish or something, but you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Carl is saying still here and still here, and Catherine brewing good vibe. That's a good episode name too. <laughs> Catherine's coming yeah, through the gems. The, yeah, tell us about this. this like the, I don't want to say yeah, it. Yeah, so the French. Yeah, it's uh, it's called La Nuit est une panthère. So quite literally in English and. Uh, Knights of Panther or something like that. Yeah, so it's the Knights of Panther, yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, Woo! David and I, uh, are both fans of a, a band in Quebec called Les Louanges. Uh, yeah. It's a band we really love, and the, it's his first album was called La Nuit est une Panthère. Okay. So when we were brewing this beer, we were listening to his album, and the beer, I mean, it's it's darker than night itself. So yeah, the name just was, was fitting and. And Emi, uh, Emi, who was doing the can art, was inspired by the, the video Sweet. clip, which is like really with colors and purple and a webcam during the, the, the so video cool. clip. So that's where all the beer gets its yeah. yeah. So yeah, on, on, on the dot. on the can, yeah, you can see kind of the the web the webcam dot. I'm sorry, I think Siri is is going. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so you have like the 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 eye of the yeah of the pantire, and as well as the the webcam. So it's so cool. it's pretty nice. I really like it. Oh, I'm, I'm excited for this one. Want to do a uh, mm-hmm. still shot for this one? Nice. We do the photos like I'm saying. Normally we do the pour shot. You know, it's time for a still one. So this is a 10% uh, imperial stout. Head me, gorgeous. With uh, it's Choco Cafe, so I guess it actually has uh, a coffee in it. Yeah, yeah, is, quite a lot. Did you get coffee from a specific roaster? We uh, yeah, we we took it from Zab Cafe. That's um, correct. I love those guys are awesome. They just yeah. opened the cafe around the corner on Belshazzar. So I think yeah. they took uh, Les Oubliettes. I think it was called. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I saw that like yesterday, uh, and I was like, it said Belshazzar and like Saint Denis, and I'm like, it has to be there. Yeah, I, lo- I love the Les Oubliettes, but yeah, unfortunately, they had they, they closed. Close. But uh, yeah, really excited about Zab project there. They, they, they're really nice guys. Uh, we, I think actually, Olivia from uh, Desjardins put us in contact with Zab because uh, we were talking about, about beers. And yeah, of course she did. She's the greatest. And we were talking about, about the beers. Need to and, meet her. And yeah, she, she, she just... I think we, we were talking about La Nuit in Pantai and she said, um, like we, we said, there's coffee in it. And uh, she was like, one of my clients is Zab Cafe, had to mm. put you in contact with. We're like, let's go. Let's do it. That's so cool. 
Mm-hmm. Honestly, see, that's what this one business. I mean, people don't realize that's how a lot of business works. It's like you know, it, it's networking and having a, someone who's a mm-hmm. believer like her at a bank like Desjardins, who's dealing with other clients. Thank you, man. And um, you know, t- to be able to put you in touch with the right people, I love it. It's so cool. Carl is saying yeah. that Leloirs gave you stamp of approval last weekend, which uh, Alex was telling exactly. you about. Um, yeah, which is super cool. The, the, the man came through. I saw the photos. Yeah. Uh, I think it was on stories or whatever. And he was trying. I was like, yeah, right. Which is yeah. pretty, pretty it was damn really cool, nice. Eh? Yeah, we we were pretty stoked to see him in in the lineup. He just came in, and we were like, "Whoa, that's Leewal in front of us." We, so we've been him, listening right? to to his record for for like I don't know a year or two, and we're just big fan. And we were talking about beers. With him, it was it was such an epic moment. Uh, I, I we we didn't realize at, at this point that he was in front of us tasting La Nuit en Pantai. So cool in Melon. It, it was it was crazy. Did he? So how did he know that? You, I mean, did he just hear that the beer was out or something? Like, how did he know to come down? We we usually, contacted usually his, uh, we his agent. Okay. Sorry. I was gonna say when yeah, we create beers. We usually change a word in the description. I mean, we would not use a, a, a song's name right as it is right. uh, without asking for permission. I mean, uh, let's talk about the check it out. We changed the word check it out. So in terms of copywriting and, yeah. and whatnot, it's, it's, we, we were good with that. But okay. with that one, we wanted to use the full name. So yeah, David contacted uh, his agent and uh, asked for permission. They, he, and, so he graduated, was, so he was aware. Okay. Yeah, she, she was really, really about the, happy about the project. Uh, she, she told me that she was going to ask him and if we could send uh, her the, the, the design of the can and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we, we sent every, everything, and she was really stoked about, about the can, about the name. And Cheers, then she, yeah, cheers. And she shared it with Lil Wange and, and he was he was okay with that. So we, we were just really happy on that day when when he when he accepted. Yeah. That's so dope. This is fucking great. So uh-huh. this is like it's got like a nice I just wanted to make sure we talk about his beers. It's got like a nice chocolate nose. It's ten percent by the way, I don't know if you said that. And I'm not getting a ton of coffee on the nose, or am I completely off my head in that? Missing it. I feel like there is some, but I feel like the chocolate is kind of dominating. The, the, the kind of coffee we use is uh, kind of a brownies, caramel notes. Mm. So maybe you're, you're getting that. I'm definitely getting a brownie vibes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh my God, caramel. It's exactly what I'm getting. Yeah. Oh my God, this is sexual. I love this shit. Yeah, so try <laughs> you know what we love the most about beer? And I think it's exactly that. David is tasting something. You're tasting something. I'm tasting something. And it's and nobody's right. wrong. No, everybody's right. I mean, that's what we love. Every time we write a description about a beer, mm-hmm. we feel like we don't want to be writing a description and a really complete description because we don't really care the words we put there. We just want you to enjoy the beer and you taste what you taste in the beer, and that's yeah. awesome. That's what we love about beer. You're so right. This is exceptional, fuck, man. Like, Thanks, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> it's like it shouldn't be this easy to drink at 10%. This is mm-hmm. crazy. 
the coffee is like I love coffee stouts and I'm huge, huge like I would probably take coffee over beer almost. Like I love third wave mm-hmm. coffee, like the big big fans of all, all the different ones. Montreal yeah. best city in North America for coffee. Um Yeah. You've really, you know, Zaba are fantastic, so you've chosen some great guys. Like it's got it's just super smooth. The the caramel, as soon as you said that, I'm like, that's what that is. The caramel's coming through real nice. It's got like a nice dryness. It's not over the top. It doesn't make you go like, oof, like, you know, you, this is a big beer, like to the point where it's like almost dangerous, like extremely crushable and smooth. Um, I, I'm really impressed with this. You guys are, man, that's uh, five from five now. Thanks, I've, man. I haven't had all Thanks, five from five. Jeez. Thanks, man. Really happy about that. Yeah, people are going to lose their minds. I, I imagine it's been a real positive response because this one came out last weekend. This yeah, was, it's the, the yeah. one people love the most, I think, out of the three released last weekend. Okay, exactly. Yes, yeah. Carl. The, uh, I think yeah. that's that's the one they they were the most like surprised by because it's it's an imperial style ten percent. It's it's quite the beer, yeah. and you don't really taste the alcohol in it. And it's nope. it's just like there's a lot of coffee vibe, um, not too uh, sugary. So it's it's yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of that beer. It's 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 weird to say, but I <laughs> really really like it. Really oh, love it's it. not and, weird. And we've been yeah, we we've been brewing it for 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 two or three years. I think that that was the maybe the first recipe or second recipe that we that we really nailed. Uh, in home brewing and we've been like bringing bottle to family friends and we were just at the end of the night just okay guys can we crack that and we want to hear what you think about that beer and everyone has a different like taste but overall it was really well received i can see why this is brilliant um <laughs> your brother dave is saying vanilla ice is that something and they said madagascar vanilla is that like another one you got coming up is he spoiling? Well, it's, it's that one. I think he's saying it's that. It. Yeah, it, it's in it. It tastes like vanilla. Sorry. Uh, oh, it yeah, tastes so, like vanilla. Yeah, what? Mm. Well, we were telling you, I think, yeah, when you came, you stopped by. I think it's Saturday. You stopped by. Um, when we yes. infuse the coffee beans in there, uh, during three hours, David and I were crushing the, the, the <laughs> coffee beans, the beans. Uh, with stainless steel. Um, pitchers and bowls and whatnot. We want it to be like sanitary, so we crushed it in stainless steel bowls, a sanitized stainless steel bowls with sanitized stainless steel pitchers, and we crushed the grains, all 11 kilos of them. Uh, uh, while David was started doing that, uh, I started cutting vanilla beans in half and then in four, and there's 100 <laughs> vanilla beans from Madagascar in there. So yeah, all by hand. And David was saying, and I... Yeah. Uh, it made me laugh a lot. He said every time because he, he had a headache because crushing the grains was really like hard on his neck. <laughs> yeah, straining on his neck. And he, he was saying, I hope people know how much love is in this beer. And he was yeah. crushing the grains. Was, so much love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Uh, I, yeah. I feel like you're right. Like I didn't think of the vanilla, but the vanilla is holding down like that. It's like basic chocolate coffee vanilla. This is this is fantastic, man. This is like a, it's like it's really eclectic. I thought it was super interesting that you guys came out first week. So Czech Pilsner, the Rye IPA, No Woman, No Rye, 
and the uh, which is gold, and then this bad boy, the Imperial Stout, yeah. and then this week you've got the New England IPA and the uh, the saison in Fuda, the Fuda saison, like that's four completely some sort four I can't even count five completely different styles. Um, it's a pretty good way to to kick off a, a new brewery to be able to be like, you know, you guys aren't pigeonholed. You're not. The, you know, yeah, you've done two different types, but they're like two IPAs, but they're very different types of IPAs. The, the Czech Pilsen mm-hmm. is exceptional. Stout is freaking, this is phenomenal. You know, the Saison, I was telling you, it's not my thing at all. I really don't love Farmhouse, but it was like, it was super smooth. The Fennels were down because I didn't really mess with the Fennels too much. So that was really nice that they were kind of chill. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this Haze is great. And the, uh, which one am I missing? Oh, we talked about the IPAs. Yeah. So like you've really come out with IPAs, like, yeah, yeah the, the, the No Women No Ride, which is the first one I had. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you guys have really come out with some super interesting beers. So like before, like, like could, I guess you can't be like, you're not the brewery that you're not like the, the crispy boy brewery or the farmhouse brewery or the stout brewery. Like you guys are kind of doing a bit of uh, everything. Are these first two weekends worth of releases? Are they pretty reflective of the direction you're trying to go? That's a, it's a very nice question because uh, yeah. and in, in our Instagram bio, there is a, it's, it says, Saison, Houblon, Lagerisation, mm-hmm. Funky Barrick. So it's pretty, it's pretty broad uh, spectrum yeah. of beers. But if, if I can like uh, walk you through the, the, the reasoning behind the f- first five beers. Yes. So yeah. Uh, there was, of course, a crispy boy because that's what David and I drink on the daily. We drink Pilsners, <laughs> we drink Lagers, we drink Keller beers. I mean, Ildegald is walking distance from David and I and we drink yeah. way too much Such of their a, beer. Yeah, great brewery. Uh, yeah. uh, Arikana, I, I think I can see Arikana through the window right there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we love what Arikana does. So yeah, we're really crispy boys to the art. Uh, so that's we we wanted to to brew a, a pills or at least a lager, an opening weekend that was like we in fact we delayed the opening two weeks to make sure we had a lager. That's so cool. We would never exactly we wanted to open up with a lager, and people were saying like, "You guys, you know, you guys are gonna drive yourselves into like bankruptcy or what? Not not opening." And we're like, "Yeah, we know, but." <laughs> We're going to stick to our guns and we're going to open up in a lager and it's really important to us. And God damn, we were close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you made it though. You made it. Oh, God. Uh, and um, we we wanted to... <laughs> we, we really love Up. To be honest with you, we really love Up. Uh, the main reason we were traveling through so many breweries and... Uh, north of the United States, like Brooklyn and Toronto, and uh, yeah, Brooklyn, Toronto, uh, Maine, uh, Portland, uh, Boston, whatnot. At the beginning, was to find the greatest IPA. So yeah, we yeah. are really up lovers at art, and this is what brought us to homebrewing. In the first place, we started brewing IPAs. So we're never going to shear away from from brewing IPAs because we love them. Uh, so we we and. The first recipe we brewed that David and I, we looked at each other and we said, I think we're not so bad brewers after all. 
is the no woman, no right. And this is 100% yep. true. We brewed the no woman, no right. And we're like, I think we've got something pretty nice in our mm-hmm. hands. And we were really happy with the results. So we were going to brew this beer for the first weekend. That it was like a no-brainer to us. It's like, yeah. a, I wouldn't say our flagship beer because we don't have like a flagship beer that's going to come out every week or so. But it's really like the first beer that really got us thinking we could start a brewery. Um, the stout is probably the the, brew, the beer we brewed the most, and it's weird because it's the only stout we brew. But it's a uh, it's the the beer we brewed the most, and we worked on the this recipe so much that we wanted to, and we we really thought about not brewing it for the opening weekend because it's not stout season after all. It's May. It's Lager season, sour season, mm-hmm. uh, IP season. It's not style season, but we felt like we needed to 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 get this beer out because it's like the the recipe we worked the most on. So yeah, we're so happy. And, and to the I remember. Beer. I, I'm just gonna jump on that, uh, Alex. But I remember uh, it's it's always a beer that we have released in our family during Christmas. So I remember, I think it was like the 21 or uh, 22nd of December. And I don't remember the year, but I went to Alex's uh, place and we were just bottling stout and we were ready to just give that, give those stouts uh, to the family during Christmas. And I think it's, it's just, it, it came a little bit with the, with the history and it's just, it makes sense that we released that beer on the first weekend because uh, it's like we 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 love that beer and i i really think it's it's a it's a really nice beer to have even in the summer because it's not that heavy and and not that you know sugary so so yeah it it just reminds reminds a lot of uh, great memories uh, of the journey we had before before launching the brewery i love that and uh, and after that uh, if if I'm being honest, what we drink the most is saison and, and lagers. David and I drink saison and lagers like like it's our job, and it really is our job. But Same. we drink lagers and saison like we drink that on a daily. So we really want to brew a lot of lagers and saison. Uh, but at the same time, we always look at IPAs and we're like, God, it's good. God, we love IPAs. So it's like, yeah, we're never gonna be like a one. Tricked pony, I think, is the one trick pony. Yeah, is yeah. that the, the, that's the one? Yeah, so we're gonna be brewing these these <clears throat> styles, and it's like, but we're gonna do some experiments because why would you have a brewery and why would you own a business if it's not to try a few things and maybe make a few mistakes? But at least you're having fun doing mm-hmm. it, and at least you're trying something, and at yeah. least you want to do things differently. And like David was saying earlier, melon is a like not a communal space, but it's a, a place for community, a place where people come and talk about beers and people have a few questions and people have a few suggestions. And after all, we're bringing beers for people. And I'm doing like a, a parenthesis in there. I'm going to hear a lot about suggestions tomorrow. David's going to laugh about that word because I'm not able to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I was going to uh, mark it down and just say it to you the first thing in the morning. <laughs> Savage. Hey, other languages are hard. Yeah. And we're brewing beer for people and we won't, we're going to ask a lot 
to people what they want to be drinking, not because we want to be selling out beer every weekend, just because we're bringing beer for people. I mean, we're bringing beer for you, we're bringing beer for everyone who's thirsty for Melon, and I mean, that's that's what we're going to do, beer that people enjoy drinking and that we enjoy drinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if you remember, Alex, uh, but... Uh, you, you clearly remember because you remember everything. But uh, when when we we homebrew at 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 home at your home, we tried so many recipes about like different style about like you know brown ale, Irish ale, saison. We we tried everything because we really wanted to you know brew the the the, the right thing that we wanted to drink at that moment. And I think that is a little bit of the vision of uh, of melon. I like that. That's really what it's going to be, right? Mm-hmm. What what you want to drink in the moment. So on on that, like, what can people, you know, the drinkers for the first two weekends, you know, you got the first weekend out the way, the second weekend's coming up, um, you know, so we've got the five completely different styles, well, sort of because it's two IPAs, but they're very different IPAs. Um, what what can we what can people expect from Milan moving forward? You know, going into the rest of the year, coming into you know your first summer. What sort of stuff can people expect? That's you know, more of the same, but variants, or you know, what what uh, what can you offer? Now? I know you might not be able to give it all the way, but just to give a bit of an idea of what you know people can. Yeah, you guys. You're, it's not your first rodeo because you have so such great questions. So, uh, been around the uh, block. Yeah, yeah, you've been around the block a few times, and uh, you have probably really nice calves for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. I gotta fucking spit out the stout, bro. My calf is white. Yeah, they're not as nice as yours. Let's be honest. Uh, but yeah, the, we have two footers that are full with uh, farmhouse and saison. So yeah, Carl knows. Carl, Carl knows saison's the best ever. Carl, shout to yeah, Carl. Yeah, he, need to meet Carl. You know, yeah, you need to meet Carl. Oh, you need to meet Carl. Carl. He's the man. I'm gonna see him. He is. So I used to go. Carl's every month or two weeks with Catherine and I haven't been in almost a year so that's yeah that's a part of Ooh, a, that's a life yeah yeah we we even brought the the, the homebrewing kit to yeah to Ogden he, he lives near Magog and we brewed a beer there so yeah nice I, and I he dropped the mash ton right in the right in the kittle because <laughs> we have the, uh, the 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 mash the the like you mash the beer and then you mm-hmm. just you lift it And you 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 put it on top of the kettle, and you start it boiling, and then you sparge it a little bit. So it's it's a bit technical, but there's a basket on top of the kettle, and I think Carl didn't align the thing well, so he just dropped it right in the in the beer, and it just floats everywhere. So it's a it's a great story. I wasn't there, but <laughs> Alex told me like I think every morning he told me that story. Every he's like, let me tell you about Carl. <laughs> and uh, the, the beer was the beer was a saison, and uh, the beer is we, we loved the beer. We bottled it, and it was like a family beer. But the beer was called Splash because Carl made a splash. <laughs> as long as nobody was hurt, was, is Carl okay? No, no. 
Carl was full of beer and he was like, I don't care. I love brewing. Take me through okay. the next step. I don't care about the beer. <laughs> I like his and vibes. Carl is, he's the kind of guy that wakes up in the morning and he's wearing a shirt. He's always like really neatly clothed and he's brewing neatly clothed. He's gardening neatly clothed and he doesn't care. He's of really course. like, he's the man. He's classy, he's man. but he'll get his hands dirty. I like it. Oh, yeah, he will. He he's a man. Exactly. He's a man of everybody. Man of the people. <laughs> he is. <laughs> I love it. Shouts to Carl. Um, what were we talking about? Like I, was saying, I, was, I was talking about the, the beer that's coming. Uh, there we go. There we go. Releases. Keeping um, me on track. So a thing we really like is, and we're really proud to say that, is we have eight, uh, we're going to have eight tap lines, eight draft lines at Menon. And the thinking behind that is we want people to come by maybe twice a month and never seeing the same beers. So that we want to rotate the beers really mm -hmm. soon, really often, because we want people to taste new things. We want people to really like try new things. We want to get people to know new style of, type of beers. But at, at the same time, if we have beers that people are asking for really often, we're going to brew them again. We're not never going to brew the same beers, but we're not yeah. having like we're not going to be the place where you have the same three beers all the time. Beers are going to rotate all the time and. Maybe the same beer is going to come twice in a year, but maybe it's not. I like that. And another thing we really like to do in our, in our releases, if I can say so, uh, we like to match two types of beer that don't work together at, like in your mind, but it's going to make you try two types of beer. So let's mm -hmm. say people come in from a, for an IPA, but they stay for a Pilsner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm gonna say. You'll come for the IPA, you'll stay for the pills. I love that. Yeah. Can so can you give a uh, a hint of what's say week three, week four of of uh, no names or nothing, just styles, or is that too much? Christmas? Christmas? Okay. Yeah, Christmas. Week, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and week three, I think we have something really. Uh, Really nice. Yeah, we really uh, we post something on on uh, story. I think it was yesterday. Bit of a teaser. That people, yeah, people were really excited mm. about. Here with fruit. Fruit. So yeah, yeah, a little bit of fruit. So there's then, a reason yeah. to come by every week. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is yeah. awesome, dudes. I love so, it. So yeah, we when we we announced that the first beer we're gonna release was an IPA. We got a few few messages of people saying, why are you guys talking about saison and laggers and you guys are releasing an IPA? And we're like, because we love IPAs and because saison and laggers take a lot of time to make. So we have a lot of, of, of crispy boys. I think we have three or four crispy boys in the tanks right yeah. now. And we have, yeah. we have eight tanks. So half of it is crispy boys. Hey. Just take time. Yeah. Yes. The beer decides when it's ready to be drank. Yeah, you do not decide when you drink the beer. So, yeah, the beer decides. That's a good episode. Yeah. The beer decides. Well said. Yeah, I like that. I'm gonna write that down. That's fine. That's <laughs> but that's the truth, and you know it. Do absolutely. Like you know, you can't rush these things, particularly with uh, you know something like Crispy Boys that are the the longest. You know, they're the yeah. beers that take the longest. They're the beers that have the you know, the pickiest. Um, you know, mm -hmm. you, you can't rush them, but be in a size, correct? That's good. I just want to make sure, you know, we'll try and get, get, a, get an episode name of something that we said here. 
but yeah, no, that is um, that's super key um, to to what you're doing. So I'm very happy to hear that. I knew that you were doing more crispy boys. I knew that was part of it. To be honest, what I knew of Melon um, prior to meeting you guys was it was basically what I thought of you guys was farmhouse and crispy boys. That was the impression that I had got from your social stuff alone pre uh, reading Mike's piece. Um, everything else that was what I was like. Oh yeah, these guys are doing crispies in farmhouse. I'm here for it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, but, you know, obviously, you guys are much deeper than that. Yeah, and and like Alex said, it, it, it takes time to to do that kind of beer. And I mean, one of the big inspiration I could say for the brewery, maybe it's it's like Burdock in in Toronto. Mm-hmm. It made a really mm-hmm. great beer. Um, easy to drink. Uh, like everybody kind of loved Burdock for a reason and. And we, we really, like, personally, I, I, I'm really attached to that brand. Not that brand, but that brewery. Um, everything that they do is just, it's just so good. Like the hybrid wine and beer. Yeah. And the, the, the beer that are just uh, mixed with, with the mark of, uh, of, uh, of grapes. So, I mean, we're, we're going to do that, but it's... It, takes a lot of time so that's that's why it's not in the first release but it's it's gonna come for for sure definitely yeah but after doing some really really fun stuff they were one of the first brewers mm-hmm. i think that really leaned heavily into the wine beer exactly hybrids they do a bit of crispy boys with ipas and i can definitely see you guys in that like we're talking earlier like the the, the photography style that uh your, your missus is doing is exceptional and it is is somewhat reminiscent of what what burdock are doing um, which is a fantastic role model to have because they make some phenomenal beers and their whole presence, their newsletter, their social. It's, you know, it's very, I get the newsletter, uh, I see the stuff all the time. It's very cool. Yeah. Their marketing is so great. And, and my brother lives in Toronto, so nice. I can make a lot of order for, uh, <laughs> from Burdock and, and have them delivered uh, in Montreal. So it's uh yeah, we 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 have them in the in the radar, but it's it's, it. it's it's such a great brewery. I I love the vibes and the the, you know the the kind of let go they have the the they, they don't think too much of themselves. They don't have like a, I don't know. I I love I really love that brewery. Yeah, man, they're they're a big fan. My brother's mm-hmm. in Toronto. My girlfriend's from Toronto. My brother lives there too. So we we were there. Well, before the pandemic, yeah. we were there. We were there once a month yeah. as well. And, there's a, there's a great mm-hmm. scene out there. I think it's an interesting yeah. time now you mentioned that, particularly for you guys. One thing I've noticed during the pandemic is that people like us here in, in Montreal, we go to Vermont when, you know, like you guys were talking about too, Vermont, Massachusetts, Maine, whatever. We go to New England, cross the border whenever we could to try different stuff, you know, obviously around Quebec, but, you know, you go down south. Now that, uh, you know, the folks in Ontario they would probably go to Buffalo, Rochester, which has really come up. That whole region's really come up. Mm. Um, but they have, I feel like they've got less options than us. I feel like Montreal is one of the best situated beer places because we can go to Ottawa, we can go to Toronto, we can go to Quebec City mm-hmm. or elsewhere. We can go south to Vermont, New York, Maine, or Massachusetts, wherever. We're really like not far from everything. Yeah. Whereas Toronto is mad far from like New York and stuff where you know, we're so much more, more better situated. Um, there's a bit more of an opportunity here for cross Ontario, Quebec 
um, interest because it's before they close the borders, I guess, that the provincial borders. Um, if you think about it, anyone in Ontario, like the most exotic, fun, crazy things they can get are from Quebec and then vice versa. So there's this huge extra interest. And I've been seeing a lot more of the Ontario people posting, uh, you know, maybe they did a trade where they might not have done it before and they'll be posting the Sankey and Baron or Brewski or Masorum or mm-hmm. like Sir John in Toronto. I'm like, why are you not that shit? I've never seen you with that shit before. Like, <laughs> you know, and, and I'm like, I'm happy for them because I'm like, they're excited about it and they're promoting Quebec beer. And I see a lot of the folks yeah. out here getting hold of Third Moon and Rorschach and Godspeed and yeah. Half Hours mm-hmm. and, and Dominion and whatever, like all those things out here. And it's like there's a very interesting time to this, like Quebec, Ontario, like you know, between the, the provinces. So I feel like um, yeah. there's definitely very some true. You know, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna. I have to get. I have to come by and see you because I train my brothers. Like my brother lives 50 meters from Godspeed, like literally on the same street. Nice. So like, nice. yeah, it's killer stuff. Yeah, the man. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm always sending him stuff from here now and trying to make sure he's getting a bunch of stuff. We're trying with trading more than we ever did. I used to just bring him beers from beforehand or whatever. Like he's a part of the podcast. He actually started it with us. He he's the guy who's going to mix this episode. He's our audio engineer. Nice. We do music, so he's uh he's going to make it sound good. And um yeah, making sure. So anyway, I guess the point being, there's just an interesting time for for the. Yes, Ontario and Quebec beer drinkers to cross pollinate within each other. And I think that's a, you know, it'd be yeah. an interesting thing to, you know, there's going to be a lot of interest, I think, in you guys from, from Ontario, being that they're the closest major city aside from Ottawa um, to us here in Montreal. And, you know, being that it's difficult to get stuff from overseas, from the States and stuff now, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of interest. So it's cool that, Already, you guys have got a strong connection to Toronto and stuff out there. I think that's important moving forward. We love, we love, we love their stuff, and we've been there for beer. I mean, we've been arranging travels for beer for years now, and Toronto oh, yeah. and Ontario have uh, been these places as well. Yeah, we that's love great. the beer that's been out of there. Yeah, and a fun fact about Carl that I'm just thinking about. Yeah. Is uh, he lives 15 minutes away from Il Farmstead? So when we want to have a beer, we yeah. go to Il Farmstead. Oh, is he like right by the border, like Magog? Like I'm saying, then he can just go straight to Greensboro. Yeah, Ooh. he's 15 minutes 15 minutes away from Il Farmstead. This is the brewery we go to to have a beer. Ooh. Basically, that's amazing. That's I nice. went there. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. We went to Vermont the weekend before lockdown, which is the weekend you got your lease. So yeah. it was like the 6th, 7th, and 8th of March. I just don't forget the dates because it was so important. And that was my, th- I mean, to Vermont, I applied for citizenship recently. So I had to actually count. You have to put down every single time you left Canada in the last five years. So I know I've been to Vermont, I think it was like 12 or 13 times. And I'd only been to Hill Farmstead once. And that was that weekend, which wow. was pretty pathetic. I've drunk Hill Farmstead a million times, but I'd never been there. I'm like, oh my God, it is beautiful. This was in March, so it was like covered in snow. But there were mad, it was made me laugh because there, I, there was a dude on the, on the, the, you know how like it's like that little veranda or patio out the, on the side? Yeah. Like there was a guy there wearing a Masorum, like long sleeve t-shirt. And I was like, all right, I see you, bro. I know, I know what's going on. I see you. And I was like, I know what's happening here. And I was like, Jesus, this road is <laughs> fucked up. This road is a mess. But it was it's, like, yeah. It was beautiful. It was such a such a nice area. 
so so nice place i mean you want to stay there for years you can only have two pours but you want to stay there for as long as you yeah can. man i miss vermont more than anything that's the thing that kills me i miss vermont so much like i'm sure i miss vermont i mean i miss the the simplicity of life just the yeah. simplicity the simplest things that's what i miss you had to shake hands with somebody and yeah no. I've never shaken your, shaken your no, hands. Uh, we've met each other three times. Like, I don't know, it's kind of weird. I haven't seen you talk. I haven't seen your face move. <laughs> <laughs> so it's almost weird yeah. seeing, like, I guess you've seen the podcast, but I haven't seen you guys like this before. So it's, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. it's, a, it's a strange time. So, I mean, I'm uh, like, it's good that you guys are opening now. There's, you know, you've been able to do it safely and, and have good people at the brewery and, you know, make sure you're serving people. And it's only a matter of time before you're going to be able to, you know, actually have people there, whether it's inside or on the patio, you know, drinking there yeah. and having a good time. So, I mean, like, it gives a, I guess it gives you something to look forward to. At least right now you're getting the good, you know, the, the products that you guys are creating in people's hands, spreading the word about what you're doing until we can get people in the door, you know? So it's... Mm-hmm. it's you know that's a goal that's a goal and uh the, the nice thing about this is as well we're bring i mean we're bringing pilsners and saison and whatnot and the nice things about these beers is for years they've been brewers beers it was it was Dwayne. oh Dwayne, yeah do i say not shaking hands when you guys met on saturday was very strange and awkward it what? is yeah sometimes you can go hey elbow <laughs> but like it's uh, mm-hmm. it's not the same Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Not the same. Not 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 seeing the faces and the smile. Yeah, it's just, it's, and you're seeing the yeah, eyes. Yeah, it's a little it's bit like, weird. Yeah, it's so yeah. it's so weird. Sorry, uh, sorry, dude. Continue. No, no worries. No worries. This is Tiff, we, by the way. Tiff is saying, look forward to hanging with you guys on the patio. We are too. Yes, we are too. It'll matter of time. Continue. So what uh, what I was saying is, we were bringing pilsners, saison, and for years these as these have been. Brewer, brewers beer brewers want to brew this beer because they love to brew and drink these beers and they've always been popular because otherwise they would never be, never have been brewed but more and more these beers are getting in the ends of people and people are loving these beers that's what's really nice these are not hype beers I mean you will never get hyped over a Pilsner but people are wanted, wanting to drink more and more of these beers that's really nice yeah it's Bit, I like that even though Quebec was really slow to get on the crispy train, we're here and that's all that matters. You know, I feel yeah, like yeah. we made it. I always said to people, like, I mean, just like you guys who are proactively getting beer from everywhere, obviously that's a part of what I do here. So I try stuff from everywhere. And um, I was always really upset at Quebec because I feel like they never had crispy boys. We never had good haze. Like, and then all of a sudden, in the last like two years, it's been an explosion. And I've said it many yeah. times, but Quebec is the best province in Canada for craft beer right now. Uh, we do everything at a world-class level, from Pilsners to, to Haze, Farmhouse, obviously, you know, Imperial Stouts. Um, even we started the Smoothie Sour thing out here. Like Everything is incredible here in Quebec. I think we're extremely fortunate yep. and I'm really proud of how Quebec went from sort of like being purists and not doing anything to all of a sudden this new generation of, of yeah. brewers coming out and like, fuck this, let's do it. Like, Let's go and do exactly, and, you know? And I, I think it, it, it came with a new generation of drinkers. Like, for instance, my, my, my older brother, 
uh, used to drink only IPAs and uh, New England IPAs and stuff like that. And he came uh, Saturday at the brewery to to buy the the the, the, the four packs. So he bought the IPA, of course, uh, the the Czech pills and the the stout, and told me the the one that I loved the most was the was the, the, the Czech pills. Yes. So I was like, man, you're 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 just you know your your palate is is kind of getting uh, is evol- evolving. So it's it's just it's you're gonna get open to some new beers and and you you're gonna love what you're what you're what you're gonna see uh, about about the new beers and new breweries that you're you're gonna try if you don't stick with the IPAs and you just open your mind a little bit you're gonna find some great great stuff. It's a really good point. It, it's like the next logical like I, I've said that we're talking to someone about this recently, but basically you know you start drinking macro lagers and you go to like European lagers and then ambers and porters mm-hmm. and stouts and brown ales and then mm-hmm. into like the crazy bitter West Coast stuff and then to Belgians and then to then the trendy yeah. stuff happens, the New Englands and the sa- kettle sours and barrel sours and then you kind of come all the way back around to lagers again and like to personally, I was always, I consider myself mostly like a haze boy. That's like my jam but if I could choose a style of anything, I'd choose a a lager or a pills like any day. So, honestly, it was the thing that I was most excited to try out of all five of, of the first batch of beers was, was your crispy boy and it did not disappoint. It's it's my For favorite. Wow. When I tell my, talk to my brother and we do stuff and he get, I'm like, yo, what, what crispies they got? Like, yeah, like haze and stuff is cool and I'm, I'm always appreciative of that but I'm like, yo, what's, uh, yeah, go to Godspeed real quick. Can you just grab me this? And, uh, like, <laughs> That's all I care about. And I feel like there's a, there's a lot of people like that that are just appreciating it on a level because you've tried everything. And then you're just like, mm-hmm. this, that, that style hits, just hits you in a way that it's just sort of like, God, oh, just gets you. Like, there's just, it's so beautiful. And I know it's so it hard to make and it takes so long. Yeah, exactly. When, when you know the work there's behind a lager and a pills, it's, it's just, you, you change your mind a little bit about about the, the the appreciation of the of the beer. Yeah, man. I think that's really what it is. Man. But it's more just. I think it's the appreciation, definitely, and just mm-hmm. understanding what is like when we drank it before. Yeah. You're drinking it from a place of, oh, this is some basic shit. This is like whatever. This is just fizzy yellow beer. It's a beer. But yeah, now there's like, it's it's got this whole other meaning behind it. There's a whole other like concept of, of what this thing is because like maybe it's because people understand that it takes six weeks to make this thing. Like you can't exactly. really make it in a, in a shorter time period. So like I no, think you can rush it. No, and that's exactly what you you said before. Like these beers are ready when they're ready. Like you can't rush mm-hmm. them. You can't be like oh quickly we need to release you this weekend. Like oh you're not ready. Well, it's not happening. And I too think bad. there's like that exactly too bad. And I think a lot of the, the drinkers are understanding that now. Um, yeah. And they've kind of evolved, particularly that. I mean, there's some people that you're kind of maybe talking about where a lot of people come into the game. I'm, you know, people like us who've been doing it for a while, we've gone through that spectrum. But there's a lot of people who mm-hmm. come in the game like drinking New England IPAs and that's how they get introduced yeah. to beer. So then they might not have the same appreciation for a crispy just yet. Because maybe they need to go through that sort of flavor wheel 
to come back to it because it is so simple. But in that simplicity is this complexity that I feel like you could only, uh, maybe, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but I wonder if you could only appreciate that if you've gone through all of that taste. Of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, we, we've been talking about all the, the small details in the brewery and, and stuff, but yeah. it's the same thing as in beers. So when you have the small details in beers, it's just, just, it's a little bit like more subtle and, and just, you can find like crispiness and, and, and freshness in a beer that like in a hazy IPA, you just get the full blast of hops that it's just, you know, in your face, but in a, in a lager or pills or whatever, it's, it's more subtle and, and just, you know, more fun to discover with, with your mouth. Discover with your mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Discover in your uh, in your spectrum. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I feel what you're saying. I, I know you know, and I know we know. We feel the same thing. But I mean, the the blast I we feel with IPAs. It's something I, I can't get enough of because we still bring IPAs and I still want to drink them on the daily. But yeah. how many times in the past two, three years we've been saying, let's go to that place and we're going to check the menu. And if there's not a pills or anything on the menu, we want to go elsewhere <laughs> because we want, we want that palate cleanser beer. I mean, it's the beer you start your evening with and it's the beer you end your evening with. Exactly. And it's the beer you drink in the middle. It's the beer yeah. you drink in the middle the, the, of the beginning you drink everything. The beer you cut your beer. Yep. <laughs> the beer you cut your, your flight. It's, uh, yeah. You're so right. Like, but, uh, I feel like it's like the, the first beer you go for when you go to a brewery. Mm -hmm. What are you looking for? Like, I'm looking for a yeah. immediately. That's the one thing that matters. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's true. Me and, and, and uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of the first beer we have. Like at a younger age, age it's it's just it's not craft beer, but it's it's laggers and pills that we we used to drink at first, like when we start started tasting beers. So it's yeah. it's kind of reminds you a little bit of your your roots, and hmm. so yeah. No, I love that. I don't that. know. Um, Maybe there's something in that. I think there's definitely a throwback to that, so you appreciate it, but it's it's almost like a it's nostalgia with a new appreciation. Mm -hmm. So like you remember exactly. the time when you had like that shitty pills, but maybe back in the day you didn't know that it was shit. And then now we understand, you guys understand it at a whole other level than the average drinker because you're making it. But yeah. if, even if you've, you've been through all of that, like I know what the profiles are. So I'm like, wow, this is so complex. It's like, this biscuity vibe and it's, it's so crisp and refreshing and it's dry and it's like, but it's a little fruity, but it's grassy, but it's bitter. And like, there's all these like things and you're like, who would have thought that this fizzy yellow stuff like would be so like thoughtful, like you don't expect it. And I think it's, yeah. it's that, that it's when you hit that perspective, however you get there, 
that's when it's like, yo, that this is a joint. And I think that's a beautiful thing because like you said, where you guys are located in Rosemont there, you've got Harakana doing amazing crispy boys, Ildegar doing crispy boys, you've got vice versa pouring crispy boys from all over the place. There's like a whole yeah, exactly. uh, Bira do some stuff and Bira's the same owner of Silo and JP's the champ and he's doing some great stuff as Silo's well. Silo's incredible. Yeah, man, they're just really like he's really serious with his stuff and like he's super intelligent. So it's like there's all of this stuff in your particular region with crispy. It's almost like it's the crispy corner of of Montreal. Ooh, Cartier <laughs> I crispy. I like that. Cartier crispy. Ooh, Cartier crispy. I like that. Wow, so, 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 so. Yeah, well, that, that okay. that's got a ring to it. All right, you know, let's see, let's see if we can make it happen. The beta size or Cartier Crispy? All right, I'm writing it down. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I don't want to. I don't want to commit to it just yet. <laughs> the, the, the thing about Crispies is, it's the kind of beer people won't be uh, traveling for. I mean, you won't. You release a, a Crispy, and you won't have people coming by that much by the Crispy. But what yeah. what David and I are thinking is, we love Crispy so much. We want to. We want to. To have people drinking crispies and people are drinking more and more crispies, but we feel like if you release two beers at the same time and one of them is a crispy, we get the chance to have more people drinking crispies. And that's what we love because that's smart. The crispification of Montreal is has begun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, we could have we could clearly make a beer named Dream of California. Dream of Dream crispification. Ooh, crispification. Collab? Dream of crispification. Oh, yeah. I like that. All right. I like that. It's, it's happening. Do you know what? My camera is flashing. Yeah. I want to take the uh, thumbnail before the camera dies. I can still go after. It's fine. Oh, shit. What did I do? Do you know what I did? I don't know. I got... I just proved you out. There you go. Then you got to flush Alex. Oh, there you go. And then I got to go here. And we're back in action. What did I do? My God. Oh, do you know what I did? It's okay. I went to the wrong one. All right. What I was supposed to do was press that, which is the screenshot. And then you hold up the cans. But we can keep talking. I just want to do this before the camera dies because it'll go to my webcam, which isn't as high quality. I want you guys in crisp. Okay. So I'm going to take a screenshot. Do you want to hold up a can or, or something? Of course. Let's go. Hold it up. Hold that up. There we go. Ready? Ready? That's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Stunning. Um, just want to make sure I caught that before, before I went dead. So, David, Alex, your brother, saying the first release collab with uh, Avant-Garde was Crisp AF. That be a, is that still around? Is that be still kicking? Which is an IPL, I believe. Uh, it's been two months. Uh, it's been released two months ago, so I don't think it... Maybe some... Some places have a few mm. cans left, but it, I would say it's it's a goner. It's a goner. Um, and and the, the thing you said earlier was Sean being brewing out of Ashlag his own beers, his own uh, his own contract, contract brewery. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the, the nice thing is when I announced to Sean and Renault that I was uh, starting my own brewery, their first reaction was not to say. When are you leaving or what are you doing or anything? Their first reaction was to say, when are we bringing a collab for you to get your name out there? That's the first thing they said. Such legends. Uh, 
And uh, then we get the ball rolling really quick to brew this collab. Uh, and uh, we brewed this collab and I was part of both. I was brewer at Avant-Garde and I was brewer at Melon at the same time. Mm-hmm. Of so Passing the torch. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. And I, cool. I would say I was tasting the beer like four times a day to make sure <laughs> we were <happy laughs> the beer while, while working. Everything there. was perfect. Yeah. And, and what, um, it was a nice. So talk about the beer as well. I'd love to hear about the beer. It was an IPL uh, brewed uh, and dry upped with uh, Nelson Sauvin and Motueka Ops. Nice. Uh, from a part of the world I don't think you know about. Never heard uh, of it. No, that's what I think. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and uh, liquid and happiness of Tiff, you, you want to know how, good, how much good people they are? Talk uh, about uh, we, we have a, a loan with a place called Futur Connard in Montreal. They, they loan uh, money to, to new businesses and they, they match businesses with mentors. mentors. And uh, our mentor is Renaud from uh, Avant-Garde. Mm-hmm. He's so serious. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He's our mentor and he yeah. guides us and he helps us with many decisions. And uh, it's a nice thing because with life going on and time flying, flying by, you, you lose touch with people. But because Renaud is our mentor now, we we are okay. forced to talk to him every month. So it's really nice. Yeah. And, and he, he's such a great guy. Uh, great advice of, about everything. I mean, He's been in the industry for so long now. It's it's yeah. it's just it's it's just it's nice to have him like in kind of our team. It's it's a it's yeah, really supportive. Uh, I love that guy. That makes me really happy. Just because like yeah. I fucking love those dudes, man. They're so real. They're so cool. They're so fun. Like and like yeah. you said, they're so experienced. We're had jukebox for like six or seven years, even before he let Sean in on yeah. it. And you know they they started their brand together. They had they're just really smart, really smart dudes. Mm-hmm. Just super kind individuals. Yeah, just like, love it. We know it's the best. I love these dudes. And, uh, I, yeah, it makes me really happy that of all people, that's who you guys are down with. I'm like, I, I love that shit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we were the, really happy when he when he said yes for real. And uh, the to to show you how as they are when we started discussing the collab. Hey, I mean, it's a collab, so the, the, re- the recipe was built together, but they allowed us to be really creative and the up usage and the grain bill, and they gave us, like, free, free... Free rain? A carte blanche in French, yeah, yeah to, 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 to draw the, the can, so Amy, yeah. Amy was able to, to do the old, old can art for this beer, and, uh, yeah, like, you can see, it's really, really like the other cans we do. So cool. And, uh, yeah. They, they give us, like they said, you have carte blanche, do whatever you want with the can. And yeah, they're really nice guys. So it's, yeah, an IPL brewed with Nelson Sauvin and Motuica. Um, really brewed like a lager, but up like an IPA. So we didn't, we wanted to, to share away from New England's brewed with lager yeast. We really wanted to brew lager up like an IPA. It was, yeah. And the result was, was really nice. Super cool, man. It's a great way for you guys to, like he, like you were saying, he was like, when can we collab? Because that's a yeah. a fantastic cosign and just a great way for you to, you know, put your name out there into the craft beer, you know. 100%. Exactly. I think, 
a third of the people coming in the brewery on Saturday were people saying we tried yeah. the collab and we loved it. Wow. Another cool. third was is- people from the neighborhood. Yeah. And the, the last third were were Goudreau, so David's family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a big family. At some point, they were half of the of the lineup, I think. That's all the matters. They came through. Yeah. <laughs> opened their wallets, you know, made it work. Yeah, big moment. Yeah. The family man. is there for big moment. Yep. That's what it's about. No, that's cool. Yeah. You guys have really, like, it's so smart that you did it the way you did it, from, like, the schooling to the working at the three different breweries. So now, just in those few years now between you, you know a lot of the key players in the industry, or at the very least, they know who you are. And the one industry on the planet that people aren't mad at if a new one that's similar, like if you're a brewery and a new brewery opens two blocks away, you're not pissed about it. It's beer. It's, it's so strange. But another brewery yeah. strengthens that area. Now, Rosemont has become this like genuine place for, for a, like when you can do it, like a beer crawl from you guys down to Il de Garde and, and vice versa, the Bira to Harakana in and of exactly. itself. Like Kanet, shouts to Kevin, who's a good mate, like, you know, to get other stuff. Like there's a whole bunch of just fantastic beer in this very small, you know, circumference of, of, of an area. And it's, uh, it's cool because you guys have really like been able to just get your names out there beforehand. And then, you know, now you're able yeah. to actually like, well, this is, this is what the hype is about. You know, check check this stuff out. Now people can try the beer, and you know, they see the quality. And it's once again week one. We're only not even at week two yet. Yeah, which is crazy. And, uh, that that's true to really an old, really old happy. Level. Yeah, really happy about the the week one. Super excited about week two. For real, it's a, it's 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 just a great adventure so far. It's a it's amazing. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, what you're is true to another level because I think the tenth person in the line was Oli from the Gard, the owner of the Gard, an head brewer there. Uh, the twentieth person in line was Brewer from the Gard, François, and uh, then was Jules from Bourgard and Francis from Bourgard. So yeah, all brewers from Rosemont were like the first in line, and uh, Pierre Mayo from uh, Albuquerque was there, and uh, Cédric from Bourgard was there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. The industry is, is supportive. The industry is not competitive, so it's really nice. I love it. And was, was Matt the first? I saw Matt from Vox and Hops post that he was the first person in line. Yeah, he came before noon. What a <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And yeah, you know he, just, funny? he just entered the building and yeah. <laughs> but yeah. We had a podcast the night before and Matt was, we were, Matt was fucked up. Matt was so trashed. It was, I love it because Matt just like, we drank five beers on the podcast, and then when we hung up, which I'll tell you in a sec, then we will just we'll wrap up afterwards. And he still drank another beer or two whilst we were talking afterwards, and he probably still drank more. And he probably drank before the podcast, and he still got up before noon to be there. I love that. When he, yeah, when he I saw he, that, I was like, yeah. well done. <laughs> love that. He told, us, he told us he wanted to open up another Vox and Ops collab, and uh, Vox and Over Ops collab, and uh, uh, his girlfriend told us, no, you're not drinking another one. <laughs> Jess is a smart woman. She's a smart. You got to keep him under control. I like the dedication, but like that, that says a lot about what you guys have been able to do and drive that level of like interest and passion in the scene. Like 
you did it the right way. I think that's really what it comes down to. You know, you created this organic following from the homebrew stuff to a bunch of friends and family who actually care and believe in you, which is like you can't like if you guys were were idiots and not really do, knowing your shit, but you wouldn't have that. Like obviously, you guys are, know what you're doing. You studied your craft. You put your time in. You put your money up. You've gone through the roller coaster of entrepreneurialism to get to where you're at today. And uh, it's very cool to see, you know, just to see the fruits of all of that labor, you know. Thanks, man. Got me really man. appreciate it. It's, it's appreciate so really nice from you saying that. It's, it's, it's so nice to hear, for real. And you guys are just such genuine dudes, man. Like I was soaking early on, on the DMs. Of like every single time I come by, I'm supposed to just be there for 10 minutes. I'm like, hey, what's up, what's up? And then I'm being there for an hour, hour and a half longer. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like it's been all this time. Like, you know, you guys are just so <laughs> such genuine dudes, so easy to talk to and so like passionate about what you're doing. And it's infectious. Um, and so I can only imagine what that's going to do, you know, because – you can't hide that stuff. You, you put that energy, you give that same energy to everybody who walks in the door. And, uh, you know, you live everything you say. Like, the best example here, Tiff is the saying right now, and, and I think this is really what it comes down to. So, you guys have beautiful energy. I'm just really happy for Thanks, you. Thanks, man. Thanks so much. And you deserve to win. And that's why I was telling her. <laughs> I was like, because I was there like two times I've been coming to see you guys. And she's like, where were you? Because I went to get my haircut, came so you guys for the first time, and I was up with Maddie at uh, like Canet. We came through, whatever. Just every time I'm there, I'm like, man, you have to come and see this place. These guys are so cool, man. This place is beautiful with the plants, and they did everything themselves. We got the wood and like the beer. It sounds like it's going to be killer, and like it, it was. It really resonated with me, man. I didn't know until the last time we were there, and Alex, you were saying we connected at Food with Me very briefly, whatever before, but. You know, and, and talking today, we had a lot more different things in common with Chris and all these different things. And, you know, soon as Tiff came in afterwards, she's like, oh, I, those guys are awesome. I totally get it. Like, and I was like, hmm. straight away. And I was like, cool. That means I wasn't tripping out when I was vibe. Maybe because I get nice. excited about beer and everyone's always nice because everyone's nice in beer. But, you know, I, I think we saw it straight away. I think it's super cool. And David, your brother Alex, saying, I agree 100%. 100% the passion is real and palpable. That's really what it is. Um, it's, uh, it's I a, mean, yeah, but to say, go for it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, meeting you uh, was, was like you have such a great passion about that and, and great question and, and such a nice curiosity. It's, it's just nice having you over and, and just talking about everything. Not just involving Melon, but involving, uh, you know, what you're, you've been doing for, for such a long time in such a, a great way. So it's, it's just, it's such a pleasure for us to, to talk about that, talk about that industry and, you know, learn things. We, we only have, we have so much thing to learn about, about that industry and, and we're happy to discuss about, about everything with, with people like you and, and, you know, people about the neighborhood and, and. It's just for 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 the last two weeks. It's been such a, a, a great vibes only, and and yeah, bring good vibes. It's it's that's that's what it's all about. Really, it is. Hang on, my camera died. So what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go boom. Oh look, there's three of us. There's a whole lot of us. Hang on, what do I have to do? I'm gonna fix this. Hold up. There we go. We're gonna go boom. And we're gonna go boom. We fix it. Um. Brewing Good Vibes, that was the other good name. 
So on that note, boys, uh, this has been um, phenomenal. I'm really glad that we had you guys on. I really appreciate your time. Um, where can everybody find Melon online? Social, website, all that stuff. Melon Brasserie. M-E-L-L-O-N-B-R-A-S-S-E-R-I-E -E -E. uh, on Instagram, on Facebook. That's where we post most of, most of our content and that's where we update uh, new beers and whatnot. Love it. Um, so make sure you guys go and follow. Sorry, your brother David has uh, made me laugh. Yeah. Wise man once said, real recognize real. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're a champion, Dave. I love this guy. Man. He's fucking awesome. Um, boys, thank. Stick around. I'm going to wrap this up, and then we'll 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 wrap it up on the uh, the end of the call. But guys, thank you both seriously sure so much thing, for bud. your time. Uh, I appreciate you both. Um, everything you're doing is fantastic. I wish you all the success um, in future. Anytime we can do anything for you guys, please let us know. Our platform is yours. So you know, let's let's check in again later this year as well. Uh, see how we do it here. It's a classic, right? Like, man, real thank you real. so much. Thank, thank you so much, man. It, it was a pleasure. Thanks a lot. A genuine pleasure. It was a pleasure. You guys are champions, man. We'll be, we'll be. Uh, so stay tuned. We'll, we'll be covering everything you guys are doing. We'll be having that across BOS. So guys, thank you again, everybody. Thank you for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, smash the thumbs up. Hit subscribe below. Hit the notification bell so you know when the new new drops. Follow us on social media at BAOS Podcast and check out the long form audio so you can hear attractive gentlemen like Alex and David talking about craft beer. We'll be back tomorrow at night. You know you try. Look at those mustaches. You don't come through and see that shit every day. God damn it. It's gorgeous. Oh. Uh, we'll be back 9 p.m. tomorrow night. You know what it is. We'll see you guys then. Cheers. Get it in you.